And now it's your favorite show, Talking Red, with your hosts, Megan and Ezra. And me, Ezra. Your we're favorite here host. In Talking Red, our very first episode of it, but we're already your favorites. There's no other Talking Red for you to prefer their hosts. Exactly. We're the only option you have. And this is, of course, the after show where we talk about the season of Riverdale that we just finished watching. The yeah. very first season of Riverdale and our first season viewing. Yes. For this episode, we got a couple of very special guests to join us. The first, who's going to be joining us in just a few moments now, is... Do we want to introduce her here? <laughs> yeah, let's do yeah, it. might as well. Let's introduce her here. It's none other than our mother, Marie. Or Number Mom. We'll call her Mom. There you go. Don't you call her Mom. That's weird. Now, this is our number one fan. Mm-hmm. Most supported downloads. Supported us from the in... beginning. Number one downloads. And mm-hmm. <laughs> one of our earliest influences in the Archieverse. <laughs> and that is the first redhead I ever met. My Same. mom, Marie. And also Actually, Ezra's weirdly, mom, weirdly. she was the second redhead for me. <laughs> yeah. Your first was Archie. <laughs> there was the twin that I devoured in the womb. Oh, yeah. But, you know... So we mom, don't talk welcome. about that. Hello, thank you for having welcome. me. Welcome, big fan, long time listener, <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> yeah, she calls us all the time. <laughs> all true. of her complaints about the show. First time on the show, caller. Yeah, I, guess. I do the private calls to say, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" <laughs> you missed that super obvious reference. <laughs> we should mention our special cocktail we're drinking. Oh yes, please. Um, this was come up by both of our parents. Let's say mostly mom, because she's <laughs> on screen right now. Yes. And now, what, She'll get all the what was the first? It was the Maple Blossom. Right. With the variant title of... Would you like some maple syrup, ma'am, or something? Yeah, I want to get it right, it? though, because those oh, fans are going to come from my blood. Oh. Have some syrup with that, ma'am. Oh, right. I'm sorry, you're forgetting the exclamation mark. Have some ma'am? syrup with that, ma'am. <laughs> there it is. Yep. So what is in this cocktail, yeah. Ezra? Um, so we've, you've got a little bit of a different, uh, version of the same drink, but basic is bit one shot of, well, a pint of beer, a shot of whiskey, and a half a shot of maple syrup. Yes. And we've each got variations on that because of what we all had around the house. Correct. Um, in our different good. cities, in our different mm-hmm. houses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Mine is in an Archie Enjoying glass. It. A vintage Very. Archie glass. That I've had forever. You should post that on Instagram. I will. Can Maddie take a picture of you? Yeah, I think Grandpa Mike gave us these, right? Yeah, I think so. You have a set, don't you? I do. I keep it in the special cabinet. And once somebody tried to use one at a party at my house, and I was like, "Get away!" (laughs) I think no, that's the correct response. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I think those were um, jelly glasses. That makes sense. What's a jelly glass? (laughs) Mom, <laughs> you get they yeah. used they used to sell jelly in like glasses. So after you ate the jelly, what? you could use the glass as a drinking glass. That's amazing. It would be a great I idea, right? In this that culture is where idea. kids are drinking out of mason jars anyway, why not go back to jelly glasses? Yeah. 
I'll have to message one of the Archie collectors that we follow on Instagram. <laughs> Be like, hey, do you know what these Tag are? Tag them when you That's a good post idea, your honestly. photo. <laughs> yeah, that is a good idea. So well, to get to, yes. yeah, we, I think first should talk a little bit about Riverdale season one. Yeah, and, um, honestly, I think we should are, just do it. Just your hot take. What's your first thought as we go? Um, Not well, enough I, edge. Before I, no, that's, that was your, yeah, that was my final thought in the list of things I prepared. But I would like to, before <laughs> we dive into uh, the season as a whole, I want to take pause and take a moment. Uh-huh. Uh, a moment of silence, maybe, um, as we do an in-memoriam segment for all the characters we lost uh, this season. Okay. Um, I think Very I've good. got a complete list here. So if I miss oh, any, wow. let me know. So maybe I, I'll start with, start Mom, with the worst, let's bow right? our heads so for a moment. It only goes up from here. Clifford Blossom. The shittiest dude on the show, probably. It's pretty bad. Da-dum. That's the first one. Um... Jason Blossom. We literally yep. never knew ye. What order dun, dun, are you going in? What, that I wrote them down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can start with Jason. <laughs> no, no. We're going in this order. Uh, Mustang. You faked, I guess, had a fake overdose in the bathtub. Dum dum. And then the I mean, only he was one murdered, I think. Right? Wasn't he, he murdered? Was murdered. It was, he was That's murdered. why I said fake overdose. Yeah, um, and then the only one that I think we'll actually miss. Fred Andrews. Question mark? Best TV dad. There we go. Perfect. All so, right. I I watched on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of this Same. episode, they flash... You have to stop it quick or it'll go straight to season yeah. two. And the image with season two was like a bunch of people at the hospital. Interesting. So, oh. I was like, oh, maybe he I don't know. Maybe they're going to do that thing where you wait, you waited a whole season and then it starts in the hospital and then within the first four seconds, Fred Andrews dies in a hospital bed. So it was literally just a fake out. Well, like Luke Perry, besides being Archie's dad, I know Tuano, baby. I mean, I how about all the parents being like actors from... Yeah, my youth, right? That's I true. think That's the number point. of Twin Peaks, like the way Twin Crossover. Peaks has influenced this show, it was very is substantial. Yes, there is I, an episode in season four. I learned, I think season four, yeah. one of the later seasons called "Firewalk with Me." What? Um, Love it. Yeah. Um, you did not send me the link to Syrup Walk with Me. That would be my oh, take sorry. on this season. That I tweeted that it. Syrup walk with me. Yeah, That's pretty it's great, a fashion honestly. blog. Yeah, about the first season fun. of Riverdale. Wait for real? Yeah, That's I tweeted so it good. on the, our our Twitter. Yeah, I never go on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so let's just kind of so let's yeah, do let's our go over, back to my our, thing, Ezra. Yeah, well, hey, you passed it first off to impressions. Me. Yeah, first impressions go. of the TV show, season um, one. But it was Buckwild, uh, and it, and I loved it, honestly. Buckwild, you loved it. Mom, first impression. <laughs> We're doing hot takes right now. We're going to come takes. back to All right. it. All right. Uh, it was very extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> extra. Mm-hmm. No Seconded. good or bad. Yeah. No good or bad. Just ex- is very extra. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was my hot take. Megan, it was real, real gritty. Take. 
Real gritty, Real gritty is that your hot take? Hard boiled. Real it's gritty and hard boiled. Hard boiled into an egg. Is that what you you don't ground. hard boil something into an egg? It's an egg <laughs> when you start hard boiling it. <laughs> that would be wild though. All right. Yeah. Anyway, they just okay. stare into yeah. space as I try to think of a witty comeback. So I, I, it seems like I was the only one who said that they liked it. Um, did you guys like like it? it? You did like it, mom? I did like it. But I would classify this as trash TV in a good way. I mean this as a compliment. Yeah. I enjoyed the trash. Mm-hmm. It was fun to roll around in the trash like a I little trash not, panda. I enjoyed it's not the, the kind of trash you hate watch. It's not that. Yeah, right. I hate watch it. Like I, I don't feel embarrassed that I watched it. It's, it's but like... I did think some moments were so over the top. Like oh, when yeah. I watched yes. the finale by myself, and then your dad came downstairs, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Just can we take a moment to talk about the mad dash to save Jughead from a different high school? Oh my it's god! Like, Come that on. skidding Cheryl's into the like hallway suicidal. was that an I'm homage? Sorry. Like that almost had to be right. Well, Megan, when you and I were talking, you said the way they ran out into the hall. It, was it like the Breakfast Club? The way they're running around the hall trying to avoid the principal? Yeah, it felt like Scooby Doo or something. It was so cartoonish, <laughs> where like their legs were almost scrambling, you know, like in a circle. Well, the way they were so, and there you know, was they slid and then were about so pesky kids. Yeah, he opened with the Scooby Doo reference. To me, it felt like right. they were trying to, you know, school just got out for the summer and they're trying to get to their bikes the fastest <laughs> to get to the arcade. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the kind of dash that that was. Eyes. Yeah, they could just mm-hmm. set that over Alice Cooper. Or, like, a surf <laughs> song where it's just like, you know? Yeah. But it was so overblown. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I guess that's pretty but like for high school. Also, you know? they were in Everything's school. Everything's so important. Like, do they just let you leave school whenever you want? I mean, they don't let you, but if you just do it, they can't really stop you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Also, Archie's like six and a half feet tall and ripped, mm-hmm. and they're all running to their bikes to get to the arcade first, you know, to get all the good machines. And I know, I know, we're talking about the whole season, but I do want to talk about that finale because I think it is—I don't know—it's like a—I I, want to say emblematic, but I'm not sure that's the right word. As you can correct me, of the whole season, in that here they are. Like, so focused on their own shit. Yeah. This was the second time, I think, when they um, rushed off to get Dougie. The first time was, mm-hmm. and you touched on this in your recap, when Veronica asked, Cher- asked Cheryl, are you really okay? What's going on at school? And Cheryl starts to say something, and someone runs oh, in. Yeah. Kevin, I think, Kevin and he's runs like, in. quick, Betty's locker! Yeah, yeah. And you go to Betty's locker, and someone vandalized it, and it's like, it was still going to be vandalized I mean, if you could have heard. Yeah. Betty's fine. I mean, Betty's yeah. super not fine, you guys. Let's just, it was unaffected no. by the locker. Well, okay. But compared to Cheryl, she's unaffected by the locker. Nice, curious yeah. reference with the pig blood. Mm. And why is that a Betty doll? Like her mom said later yeah, in the Yeah, that was Betty weirdly specific. I didn't I'm get like, that. Thank you, rag doll. Why was it a Betty doll? But anyway, so here they are, so focused on their own issues, hmm. and they have a classmate who's clearly in trouble. Clearly, 
And you guys did say if if someone starts cleaning house like yeah, this, it was not a good sign. Yeah. And these people, these kids did not. So when they ran off for Jughead, I was just like over them. I'm like, you guys are the worst. They're the worst. And the worst, yeah. absolute worst. <laughs> so, so here's what I'm going to say. Right. And, and this is kind of a finale thing. Yeah. Absolute worst is Archie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He is the worst. Of all of them. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, here, He's, if I may, let's yes. transfer into a segment. Um, favorite and least favorite characters. Oh, what a um, seamless transition, stuff. Ezra. I, I've Mom, got, you've started with your least favorite. Yeah, please my continue. My least favorite is Archie. My favorite is their version of Blonde. Great. She's pretty awesome. Yes. She owns her crap. She's open. Mm-hmm. She's not sneaky, yeah. and she brokers no fools. I like her a lot. Yeah, very good. She's and she's her. She doesn't play down that she's rich. She tries to use it to help other people. Um, yeah, she's my favorite. Character. Yeah, she was definitely like the biggest improvement made to the character from the comic version. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Good you point. know, like in making them a better person. You know. They found a way to keep her, like, fashionista style and her, well, without making her super snotty and snobby. Yes. And she hints at learning from past mistakes. But she's open about that, too. Like, you know, she's like, I I don't want to be who I was before. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to change that actively. And she did. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Megan? Favorite? Mm -hmm. I did list every character I could think of, too, if anyone wants a refresher. Yeah, give me the refresher. Okay, so we've got the obvious gang. Archie, Betty, Jughead, Who's Veronica. Who's this Jughead? <laughs> you've also got Kevin in there, although he's more of a side character, I'd say. Um, you've got Cheryl, all the parents, so it's Fred uh, and Mary later on. Uh, Alice, Hal, Hermione, F.P., Clifford, Penelope... And then you, oh, also Sheriff Keller, but he's more of the sheriff than Kevin's dad, you know. Not a lot Uh, of content there. Yeah. Joaquin, same kind of thing. Um, Then you've got the Josie and the Pussycats. So Mm -hmm. Josie, Mm -hmm. Melody, Valerie. Melody, who Um, has like a line this whole season. Two lines. If that. Yeah. Um, You've got Miss Grundy, who I don't remember what her real name was. Jennifer Um, Gibson. Smithers. Was yeah, that Maddie and I were rewatching okay. some of the older okay. ones. Uh, so yeah, Smithers, Reggie, who is hardly a character, Weatherby, Mustang. <sighs> I guess you could include Jason. And yeah, Jason that's all gets I to got. be included. Did you say Polly? No, I did not say Polly. <laughs> I forgot about Polly. Good catch, mom. Thank all you. right. Uh, I feel like one came Polly. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick one of each because this is hard. I feel like my uh, favorites yeah, just... are the bad girls. I love Cheryl. I love mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. Cheryl's so Not good. as characters because they fuck everything up, but as plot, like, I don't know. They just, they bring that story. As just like they make it happen. forces of Ooh, nature within the show. least favorite is Hal. Hal Cooper. Yes. Piece of shit. Hal is fucking awful. He feels like, I don't know, it feels like an obvious choice to pick him because there's so many, like, I don't know, kind of shitty adults in this. Like, Mr. Weatherby I mean, is weird. Is he worse than 
Is he worse than Penelope? What about Clifford? See, and Clifford just, shot his own son in the head. They're so villainous, though. It's almost, like, comical. Like, That's true. They're not even, like... They're literally being cool with incest, maybe. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. so villainous. That's And, and Sh- Cheryl's the same way, which is why I like her. Is she's just purely, like... Yeah. What Cruella and the writ large, right? Like, you can see her showing up with the Dalmatian coat. Well, I almost <laughs> yeah. feel like that's why I like... Hell less because the blossoms are fucking shitty, but they're consistently shitty and they're upfront about it throughout the show. Right. And then with Hal, you've got that early scenes where he's like, Betty, your sister hurt herself, and I'm just trying to protect her and you. And. Yeah. And then you get all this crazy shit about him stealing the murder board from Sheriff Keller and like. He. Trying to get Polly an abortion that she doesn't want and like. Making yeah. then, but Alice then wanting to pretend all happy chick. family as soon as you know anybody's looking. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's slippery. He's kind of the worst. It's of a the nice. It's, he serves as social commentary. He does. That whole family serves as social. Commentary. Yeah, because there's that weird oh, yeah. scene mid season where Polly comes back and they're like she's pregnant and they have that photo shoot of all of them. Do you remember that? There's I like it's the opening that. of an episode, and all four of them are like, "Wait, perfect yes. smiling." Oh and yes, in the opening. That was right after. Which Polly is why when Betty yeah. tells Archie in the finale how bad it is that they're acting like everything's back to normal, and he's like, "Isn't that Archie? Good? Fucking that's idiot!" Why he wins. That's why he yeah. gets my worst character vote because yeah. he's in every episode, and he has like no growth. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't believe he's sincere with Veronica. I'm gonna put it out there right now. I've read enough comics to know. So okay, what's Archie's character development here? His character arc is that he's being like molested by his teacher, and then he wants to be sad about that. That he thinks it's a relationship, and then she leaves. And then he's sad, but then he's immediately like, yep. I have to play football or do music. I can't do both for some reason. And then he's like, no, I can't do both. This only lasted one yep. episode that I was yep. torn. <laughs> that was a one episode. And then he's like, but I can't do music by myself. I need someone to do it with me. No, actually, I can do it by myself. And then he yeah. was like, I, I'm not going to support my friend. No, I will support my friend. I, he's just well, realizing I mean, he's kind wrong of... all the time. It's kind of really similar to the comics when you think about it in the way that Archie often is nothing in terms of a character. <laughs> That's true. He's more of a backdrop for these zany stories to play against and play with, but he doesn't really... He's reactive. Exactly. Yeah. He, he never mm. contributes to the plot, honestly. I don't know about that. He just kind of... Mm. He may... He furthers it in very he few cases, I'd say. Plot. He's more often... Mm. Or he, is he the subject of like, is he the object of desire, or the one with the car trouble, or... The one who's got dates with both know, girls on the same night. Half. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I'd say half and half sounds fair. But Ezra... But he's definitely not, like... No, on. I was just gonna say, you need to answer this question, too, before we get yeah. to the oh, yeah. Favorite character, least favorite character. Okay, so... Hal does... Your favorite character was... So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a rough season I, I for Ezra. Say, I gotta say my favorite, it's a tough choice, but it's probably Mustang, actually. No. Um, <laughs> it was a really rich development on him, the growth yeah. that character showed. 
I mean, you go from seeing him beat up Archie in a pool hall to tying Jason to a chair and yelling at him. So I, I'd say there's a lot there. He goes from just a, a man who punches a teenager to a one who assists in the death of a teenager. You know, it's certainly a leap. Uh, there's growth. Yeah. Anyway, Leaps and bounds. Um, no. There's growth. Um, there's growth. There's growth, right? No. So my favorite was honestly probably, I've got to go with either Veronica or Alice. They were pretty stellar. Uh, although Fred is a very close second. Um, mm, love Fred. Fred. You love Fred. Best TV dad. Um, least favorite, just because, because, okay, because Megan already did Hal. Um, and because I really wanted to see how the TV show did this character, my least favorite is Weatherby. Because mm. I wanted to see that, like, yeah, Dr. Eggman-ass, like, jug-headed motherfucker... They just uh, made him a different guy. Action. They just straight up did. <laughs> he like, was like Principal Skinner's, but meaner. Yeah, he he didn't yeah. have any. He didn't appear to have any relationship with any of these kids, which is fine nope. for a normal right. principal. Like, but it, it just <laughs> right. Weatherby like is so like entrenched with the gang, going too big with them and Let's fishing all the time. Yeah. Where's my flute suit, yeah. guys? You know, where's my? Miss yeah, Beasley? we got Coach Clayton um, and in a real Grundy. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 don't really have a cafeteria. They have that lounge. Well, they do have a cafeteria. They do have a never cafeteria. See the, no lunch, lady. Is it Miss Beasley? That's the Miss Beasley. Yeah. So here's a Who's later yeah. in the comics. You find out he's a super hot ripped husband, which is oh, great. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, and a super hot daughter too. Um, I have anyway. a variant on that question, Ezra, and that is, Please. who do you wish we saw more of from the comics? And I'm thinking like. Ooh. Dilton we saw for a second, and he was all weird. We got Ethel. Midge was referenced. Moose oh, was ref. Well, he was in, like, one episode, right? Like, right. one with dialogue, Making out yeah. with Kevin or something, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so who who do you yeah. wish we got? Maybe we'll get in a future season. So... I mean, obviously, hot dog. Yes! Yes. I'm happy that they referenced okay, hot Okay, what happened to Vegas? Archie's dog was in, like, the first episode, and then never oh, again. Yeah. They just... I remember making a note about didn't Vegas. Didn't want to fuck with having a dog actor, I guess. Probably too much it's work probably for probably fair. Um, I, I was inclined to say Dilton, but only because they did make him a character in this, and I hate that character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want more of <laughs> they him. They really fucked up your dog. Um, I would again, Chuck, I would have loved to see more oh, of yeah, Chuck if he wasn't such a too. scumball. I, I just seemed kind of to block a lot of these characters out of my mind when I was making my list. I guess I didn't like them. Yeah. Um, Mayor McCheese. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, my favorite Archie Comics character, Mayor McCheese. Um, well, Mayor McCoy. I keep thinking Mayor McCheese. <laughs> it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> One's a human woman and the other's uh, <laughs> being with a burger for a head. It's so different. They serve the same Humans purpose. Humans and burgers share ninety nine percent of the same DNA, right? They're <laughs> burgers and people. Is that what you yeah. said? <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, I don't know. That's a really tough question. I mean, yeah, I'll go with. I'll agree with hot dog. I've got to kind of think of who wasn't in the show, though. You know, it's it's enticing that they brought. That little snippet yeah. of hot dog. Yeah. And then also, now we know where Chick is. I know. Right? Yeah. 
Chick, I'd Chick be Cooper. interested. I'm interested to hear from Hiram, see what he's all about. Yeah, Hiram, yeah. Because yeah. he's they coming really up. prepared us for him. Yeah. Like, can we talk a second? I want to hear yeah. from Megan about that, but can we talk a second about how, you know, poor Alice Cooper pours her heart out to Betty and shares this really painful personal secret. And the very next scene is Betty blabbing it to all her friends in the school lounge. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. holy God! That's is that what you guys did in high school? Like, like share some super painful past thing? And I mean, we probably would have. High school so, students are shit. Well, wait, I don't want to say that. I mean, some of our listeners might be high school students. Uh, can be. It's the potential. There's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, like, run and tell them. I usually just texted them. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rough. Like, yeah. I don't I know. Just, that was jarring to me that she went immediately. Well, maybe not. She did. She didn't maybe go immediately, but the next scene. Yeah. I feel like there's an urgency to that kind of thing when you're that age where you're like, holy shit, this is the most life changing thing I've ever learned. I have to tell everyone and get their support. Like, you think you need support? Yeah, that's probably oh, true. Probably you, I'm, that sounds shitty. You do need a lot of support because your brain is going crazy right. with hormones. And maybe that's a better reaction than Cheryl, who keeps everything inside. Yeah, she don't do nothing. that, guys. Yeah. And she's lost. So maybe that is a better reaction. And maybe Alice was cool with it. She's like, yeah, it's out now. Whatever. Well, Alice has not earned a lot of trust from Betty either. Like, she grows a lot. It's not a trust that's thing. True. It's a small town thing. And so, you know, that could really hurt her. Yeah. Everyone town. probably knows already. You guys already. grew up in a small town, so... With how many fucking skeletons there seem to be in Riverdale's closet, I'm sure they know. I mean, if sure knows, know. and... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he knows, he just... He knows something, yeah. I feel like he knows more than he lets on. But then she disappeared for nine That's months? That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least five, right? You're probably gonna show by four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Who knows? So, Megan? But yeah. More... Who do you want to see more of? Well, I'm so curious about what's going on with Jughead's family. Ethel, not Ethel. Mm. Um, Jelly Bean and his mom. I don't understand how his mom can just decline him. Yeah, that was pretty rough. As a child. Yeah, that's weird. What does overextended mean? What does that mean? That's usually a bank term. Yeah, where you're like, oh, she's overworked, but you can't just be like, oh, no kids, please. I, I know he's... I've got one. That's enough. I've yeah. got the girl. He had the boy. That was the agreement. So I'm very curious about that. I did love the bit of um, Ethel we got. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see more of her. She served almost to just show us how cool Veronica was. She didn't get much of her own. Yeah. You know what? Who I want to hear more from is Soupad. I want to get <laughs> Soupad up in this mix. <laughs> And maybe some Bingo now, Wilkins. About- maybe Bingo Wilkins can join in. Just get the whole Jughead family tree uh, in Riverdale. Now then we're going to get fucking werewolves in here. Well, and Megan, you're saying you don't want that? No, I don't want yeah. Are you kidding me? That would yeah. be amazing. If suddenly they're just and like, then we get hey Vampirana guys, in season four, there's werewolves now. Okay, I do kind of wish there was more Reggie, though. Because yes. yeah. he's the classic more, cat, it's true. and he's, like, barely in it at all. You guys did a great podcast about Reggie and about how he's the villain if there is no other villain. 
Yeah. Like, branding mm-hmm. is the foil in the absence of another foil. Exactly. Yeah. And so... He's the shorter lightning rod. Well, in this, in this universe, in Riverdale, it's like the adults are the foils. The adults are the villains. And they mm-hmm. don't... That's an interesting message, huh? It is the CW. <laughs> it's true. It's almost like they've swapped out Reggie's place with Kevin, because he's like mm-hmm. this integral part of the gang that... He was when yeah, he was introduced. Like right. But like there's the same number of gang members. Right. It's just gang members. One of them is Kevin instead of Reggie. Right. Because right. they did always hang out with Reggie, even though they, they didn't did. seem to like him. They seemed to hate him, as we've covered on our they main They seem to just podcast. abuse him. Yeah. They, but he they, also yeah. seems to abuse them too. Yeah. yeah. It's a mutually abusive relationship. It was yeah. not a great relationship. No. And he doesn't have that, you know, very current, very on twist of being gay that Kevin yeah. has. So they want to bring so, that in. Well, the gay best friend. This, I'll direct this to you then, Mom. Uh, who do you want to see more of from the comics? Um, hmm. You can't say soup head again. <laughs> we already had one soup head vote. I mean, yeah. honestly, I would like to see more of what I know from the comics. So you guys have touched on a lot of them. I'd like to see more Reggie. Don't they change mm-hmm. the actor for Reggie? They do. Yeah. Between one and two? Between one and two, I believe. Okay. I think so by maybe the we'll see more Reggie. becomes a bigger player. I'd love to see Dilton being crazy. Yeah. And Moose being Yeah, loose. he would be pretty interesting. Um, and Midge. Midge. Yeah. Midge. Midge. It's fun to see what they're doing with the the characters, so I'd like to see more of those characters we know and what they're going to do. Because we've gotten a lot of before. I mean, yeah. Uh, What I'd like to see is them pull in some more of the teachers um, and kind of get that, like, teacher-student relationship. Not like the Grundy style relationship we had, like, before. (laughs) But like the wholesome version, well, like, like a Mister Feeny kind of thing from the comics, not the show. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we maybe we get. Died or um, oh, what was yeah. that one other teacher? The the shorter one. Um, oh, the uh, lady. Mrs. Hagley. Yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Hagley. Um, and then get some Professor Flutesnoot. Get some Mister Svensson. Um, <laughs> what like on the get, coach? Get these the coach? guys up in the mix. Coach Cleats. Coach Cleats is the river. Di- is the He's the football coach, right? Coach Clayton yes. is basketball. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. There's okay because Megan said gang member. Mm. Let's take another pause and talk about Betty's complete freak out that Jughead puts on oh. a leather jacket. Oh my god, at the end Betty! Of the like, like they give him the leather like cool staring. jacket. It's like the jacket he just put on says, like, punch babies, and she's like, oh my god. Well, and also, what's he supposed to do? Like, spit, throw it on the ground and step on it? Like, I don't want your trash jacket? Like, Or even just, like, be like, haha, cool, have thanks, you ever heard and, like, duck back inside polite, and close the Betty? door. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a, it's definitely the bringing in the class issues. With Marky, yeah. like, and they're making, yeah. it, they could just make it class. They don't have to make it some weird, like, biker gang, heroin <laughs> dealers. You know, I mean, I think but, there's yeah, enough potential. snobbery amongst this team cohort yeah. without that. But her reaction but it's the CW, was just like, the, come on, they need the drama. <laughs> her reaction was just like rushed to the school when he's just hanging out with some kids and looking at her rightly so, like, what are you doing? 
I get yeah. to middle yeah. of the school day and so I think everyone on the show needs to see a therapist. Yeah, oh <laughs> Betty my God, first. Yeah. I think Cheryl's yeah. fine. She keeps saying, <laughs> "Yeah, Cheryl's totally fine. She's totally fine." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your concern. Let's... I'm totally fine. I love Cheryl so much. She's fantastic. I want to give you my iconic spider bro. I love that she iconic. calls it iconic. It is. It is iconic. iconic. Cheryl, right. but is iconic. I have to say, I do like. And I don't know what your questions are, Ezra, but mm. one of the fun things about watching the season for me has been picking up all their Easter eggs. Like when the yeah. movie, yes. it's a movie title and it's the episode title or just in the finale alone. And part of the reason why Veronica is my hero, you know, she said, um, she said something about, uh, at the risk of failing the Bechdel test. Yeah. Which I yeah. loved, right? Yeah. Very good. And she called her mother Lady Macbeth. And oh, yeah. I just Didn't I, she call Archie Dickensian or something like that? She said that Or the, Betty's Alice was Dickensian. Or the brother the whole having chick, a, yeah. a brother she didn't know about. And then someone said something about saving the cheerleader, which immediately made me think of heroes, right? Yes. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah. Um, so I just save the cheerleader, save the day. Every episode seems really full of those, mm-hmm. and they usually start with mm-hmm. the title. Yes. Yeah. Which we did not get every time. <laughs> no. Should we go to the list no. of titles? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So chapter one, the river's edge. Mm-hmm. Which is a movie about teens and uh, a drowning. Oh. Keanu Reeves is mm. in it, so a young Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that's right. I have it I, here. I, I missed that one, but... Uh, you are right. Crispin Glover, Keanu Reeves, and that's really everyone who big who's in it. <laughs> Daniel Roebuck, I guess. Okay, who, what's next? A Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil. A classic noir, kind of, isn't it? Yes. Ooh, that looks good. 1958, <laughs> noir mystery. Body double. A classic. Ooh. William Hurt, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner at her sultriest. Oh, okay. I see, I see. The Last Picture Show. Film and book. Sybil Shepherd. It's, again, teens. It's about teens. They're very on brand. Yeah. 1971. Is the, is the Last Picture Show the one where the... um? drive it and gets torn down or whatever yeah that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah, and then chapter five is heart of darkness yeah we know that one um faster pussycats kill kill definitely a film Mm -hmm. yep and then in a lonely place uh someone google that i don't know that's her go in a lonely place uh, Hollywood screenwriter Dixon Heel, played by Humphrey Bogart, oh. and his neighbor Laurel, Gloria Graham, are just getting to know each other romantically when the police begin tw- questioning Dixon about his involvement in the murder of a girl he met once. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds quite good. A lot of noir. Yeah. Chapter 8 is The Outsiders. Oh, cool. oh fantastic. <laughs> uh, chapter 9 is La Grande Illusion. I don't know that. I think that is a film that was in it as well. Uh, let's see. Yes, it is a 1937 French war film uh, starring Pierre Fresnay and Jean Gabon. Hmm. Yeah, it got, is 
Let's see. Uh, patrician and a working class lieutenant grapple with their own class differences after being captured and held in a World War One German prison camp. Interesting. Huh. Uh, chapter 10 is The Lost Weekend. All about alcoholism. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yep, our party 1945 episode. drama noir. <laughs> and then chapter 11 is To Riverdale and Back Again. <laughs> okay. Which we couldn't, fi- I couldn't find anything about that. I, I mean, it actually is just, I looked it up. It's the name of the Archie 1990 live action movie. I didn't realize. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Archie, To Riverdale and Back Again. So it's just, it's named after itself. Mm-hmm. It's so meta. Twelve is Anatomy of a Murder. Fantastic. Which, and yes. Films in Marquette, Michigan. Yes. And chapter 13, The Sweet Hereafter. Which is, I think, an Adam McGoyan film, but I gotta... I don't, I'm not yeah. sure if it's Adam McGoyan. It is. Uh, so, I mentioned this to Megan, but yeah. the film is about uh, what happens to a town after their busload of school children goes through the ice. Ooh. And most of the kids don't make it. It's been years since I watched it because it's very tragic and awful and hard to watch. Yeah, you probably don't want to rewatch that a lot. But it's like no. a Grave of the Fireflies kind of thing. I'm just looking at uh, IMDb. <laughs> you guys, of course, have run into this Riverdale Canadian soap opera, right? No. <laughs> no. A Canadian soap called Riverdale. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, a Canadian soap opera portrays the daily conflicts and drama among the lives and relationships of members of the Toronto community of Riverdale. Oh my yeah, god. Nothing to Richard do Anselmo. Nothing to do with Archie Comics. That's hilarious. I love it. I wonder what the readership in Canada is. Interesting. <laughs> also, if you go to it on IMDb, it says it ran from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand, but it says it has zero episodes, so Oh, Weird. Not sure what's going on there. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay, so yeah, just those film, like those films that they reference or books or. Yes. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, they do. What is it? The in. I'm more of an in cold blood person. Reference, you know, like yes. all over the yeah. place. Yes. It is chock full of film literature, like you know, sometimes even itself. Like, it's quite. Quite good, and it's uh, yeah, know, pop culture reference. It's but it's it's deeper than pop, I would say. Right? Culture references, yeah. yeah. Culture. Cultural references, yeah. yeah. I'd say more of like the deep cuts than the modern references, really. Yeah, it is dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I'd like to see a little more levity in season two. I mean, that would be fun, yeah, that's right? True. I, it's it's borrowed a lot. Twin Peaks, which I think most things that came after Twin Peaks did. Yes. But it, it could find its own footing. That would be better, I think. They've got the sure. they've got the um, ability and they've got like the, the setup that they could add a little more. They could make it a little fun. Yeah. It's a little weird. Like yes. the whole weird thing with Betty putting on the brunette wig and getting... Yeah, they just kind of like left Betty. that. They drop a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, they never got back to that. Yeah, they never got back to that. They never got... Like, the Grundy thing, just... What? Yeah. Archie saw no counselor for that. No one wanted to press oh, charges. Yeah. I mean... I know. It's horrible how they just drop well, it so so yeah. quickly. Even in this 
even in the finale, Megan, you and I were talking about how no one took Cheryl to the I hospital. Know. So, like, Cheryl goes through they the just ice. just left her at Veronica's with Coco and a robe. Well, I don't understand. Not to mention boozy but Coco. But Archie had clearly gone to the hospital, right? So, like... Yeah, all bandaged up. Because he yeah. broke the fuck out of his hand punching the ice like that. So did they, like... I mean, presumably they did then take her, you know? Yeah, I maybe they did take her, but I'm then sorry. they thought it was okay to go to this jubilee. But what hospital is like, she- well, this girl just tried to kill herself and was rushed to the hospital by her friends. Let's release her to this other girl so she can go, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Drink cocoa in I front mean, of a fire. I mean, but the jubilee is happening, so but can she we didn't talk go about the town itself? Yeah, what is the jubilee? What, did anyone know what the jubilee was? Yeah, what's they said something about 75 years. Of what? I don't know. Like, it was very unclear. Like, that implies to me that the town is 75 fucking years old, and that's nothing. Like, It's a very strange town, right? Is this a small town? Is it... Is, is it like the Twin Peaks population uh, yeah. of 51,210? Is it like the town where um, the character in uh, Pretty in Pink lives and like there's tracks and there's the south side and there's According Riverdale. to uh, the Riverdale Wiki, Maybe. that is the 75th hmm. anniversary of Riverdale's founding. Are you fucking no. with me? So, what year was this? 2017, I think. <laughs> So it was founded in, like, what, quick math, the 50s? No. 40s? The 40s. So is it basically this town was founded... (laughs) In the middle of World War II. (laughs) Like, 1942, if I'm doing my math right. That doesn't make any sense. A bunch of really fucked up Easterners, I guess, moved slightly inland and were like, the country's going to shit, let's start our own town based off syrup. And they just founded a town. We got trees! Like, caused the most drama God. possible within it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's insane. The 75th. And then the fact that they were like, let's hope for 75 more. It's like, oh, you're only hoping for 75 more years as a town? Unless 150, it's like, then we'll all die. Unless it's like the town where you guys grew up, where it was like incorporated during your lifetime. Oh, God, because it was like we don't small celebrate that. Until then. No, we, we don't have jubilees. Well, we haven't hit a 75th, Megan. We friends on their own while we go give a speech about how we have to be better. <sighs> it's nonsense. It really is like a strange little town. It is a strange town. That's a really town. interesting point. So, yeah. what do you guys... I haven't given this a ton of thought, but I was just thinking about Cheryl especially. And do you think that the main characters, maybe the top four and Cheryl... And I don't know, you can throw in a couple others. Are they archetypes at all of, of the teen character? Like, you know how oh gosh, at one point see. I think uh, Jughead says to his dad, there's jocks, yeah. there's nerds, right? And it was almost, he almost did the line from mm-hmm. Breakfast Club, but he didn't do the whole line. So I was thinking of Cheryl. I think Cheryl is definitely like the sexed up erotic. She's the like, femme even her language, she, she doesn't say... Veronica, you're the new director. You're the director. Yes. Right? Yeah. And oh, she's yeah. always in the sexiest outfits, the most heavily made up. Even, I, I guess the exception would be when she was on that ice, she didn't look as made up 
than she normally is. Like, she did not have the yeah. heavy eye makeup. You mean when she was going to kill herself? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they should yeah. have taken it seriously. <laughs> I mean, she's very aware of her sexual appeal. She's and she's like, very in control of it. Which is which what I admire. Hermione told Veronica. But it is she. Now, it's interesting, though, because Cheryl doesn't seem to express a lot of, like, interest mm-hmm. in well, anyone. I don't think it's a negative like, that she is. I just think that she is the most openly sexual. Yes. But for, no, but I know, I agree with you, and I think it's interesting that there's never anyone like, oh, that Cheryl's so hot, or like, there's never Cheryl being like, what a hot dude, you know, because there's that one- They're not calling her a slut, either. Like, they're not, they're not nagging her, either, they're just, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just part of who she is, it's just accepted. Well, there's that part in the beginning where she's, like, thanking Archie for, um, and she's like, Nothing's off the table, except my body. <laughs> like, what are you doing, yeah, Cheryl? Yeah, seriously. I think she's more of an anti-hero than a villain. We haven't seen evil so far. Maybe it's coming. Well, it, oh, and yeah. Cheryl. We've seen villainous. Yeah. Like, I think she's a little bit like, <laughs> you know, like when earlier in the season when she's like taking the pictures of Hermione yeah. and FP, she, and she she's like. To have- Tweets out to everyone that Polly's escaped from a mental oh, yeah. institution and Forgot she killed Jason. She's a mean girl. Yeah. She seemed to have pretty good growth in the season, though, I'd say. I know. She's, like, um, an unusual mean girl because she doesn't really have a squad. I mean... Not anymore. I mean, she she's fired her squad. Like, girls who do stuff for her sometimes, but they just sort of vanish and they don't seem to actually not, yeah. like Did her. She, didn't she, um, like, dismiss her... Hinch, pe- hinch piercings? Yes. Because they didn't oh, vote yeah, for her she did and fire Veronica. Them. Yeah. But she doesn't have, like, mean girls usually have a squad or a posse or, you know, they right, bully. Right. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have that. She's just, Mm-mm. she's a sad. She well, seems like her person was okay, Jason. Okay, who's your saddest character? She's my saddest I, I feel bad for her. I What I've seen so far. I I think she is very tragic. I mean, her family situation. Jesus. They're horrible. I've never heard anyone say anything kind to her, ever. No, Even that true. old crone no. in the wheelchair. There's no way she would have not been fucked up in this household. It seems like she and Jason had a good yeah. relationship. Yeah. and That's it. And it was maybe not a healthy relationship, but... Yeah, that's true. A little true. codependent, maybe. I mean, it's just like... She doesn't have any, like, true friends. Well, part of it is she doesn't no. let anyone in. But I think she's probably afraid. To. Yeah. I think I think a part, uh, um, not a part, but uh, along with that, not just being afraid to let people. I th- I think she's also been indoctrinated by her parents not to let people in because they're as they would probably deem them beneath her. So right. she's she's mm-hmm. got a natural aversion that's been just knocked into her since birth, probably that these people are not worth her time. Which is probably yeah. their way of keeping people out of the business, which we now know is It's an effective running. method. I mean, literally, yeah. none of this would have happened if, I mean, to <laughs> use those words, Polly hadn't gotten Jason's business. Like, if mm-hmm. th- had someone else hadn't infiltrated, so to speak, the Blossom family, Clifford would still be alive. You know, they'd still be exploiting people. If they had kept Jason in, in as much as mm-hmm. they were able to keep Sherilyn for mm-hmm. so long... 
It's interesting. But well, I think Jughead is also very Jughead's sad. Very I think. Sad. And it's harder because I don't know. He's kind of an annoying character a lot of the yes! times. Here's uh, the thing. It's true. But it is rough though. Like when he like looks at the picture of Jellybean and leaves the movie theater and like his little bed is there and you're like, oh, he was living mm-hmm. here. Yeah, that's true. And then we find out he's living in the school. And then he like goes to see his dad and his dad's all fucked up and like his shitty trailer and like I don't know. He's I think of it like this. Cheryl is like a Greek tragedy that's just like very big and very tragic and very violent. And Jughead is like a Shakespearean tragedy where it's still pretty big and it's still pretty violent, but it's much more feels more human yeah. in a way cuz the the pathos is there a bit stronger. That's true cuz Jughead does feel sadder in a way that I could know someone with these circumstances. Mhm. And I would be Jughead has Archie. Yeah. He has a yeah. family support. He's got yes. the best friend character. Right, he's got... So he's not as tragic as someone who's all alone. I agree. I'm not saying they're... I'm not saying one's more than the other. I'm just saying no, they're different kinds of tragedy. I just don't see the tragedy of Jughead as much as you guys. I see that it's sad. I see that he's probably like a lot of kids he grew up with and knew. And that's sad that's what I was saying. I feel like yeah. Jughead's tragedy is something that I've seen before, and I recognize it, and I yeah. know people who have had similar experiences. And Cheryl's tragedy is like, the fuck? <sighs> what? Which probably exists. Oh, I'm sure, but just the scale of it is grand. And Jughead exactly. has people. Like, he's mm-hmm. got people. He's you got can RG, have tragedy he's with got people Fred, around you. He's got Betty. Um, and he's got an armor that's, I think, gonna help him. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it's interesting. They've both got a different set of armor, you know? Yeah. Because Cheryl is very much built up this femme fatale powerhouse persona. Exactly. And that's true. she lives it. And it heads. almost feels like Veronica's breaking through that a little bit with her kindness and persistence. And the fact that Veronica probably gets past those peasant censors of Cheryl's. There's an element of Veronica being from the same world as Cheryl. Exactly. And she can relate in ways that other people can't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think it's interesting. I don't know who else is sad. I I think Alice Cooper is sad. Alice Cooper is very sad. Oh, me to name it. She's so good. She's... She's so, so fantastic. good. She brings so much to oh. that role. I mean, I loved her. You know, we love her as Shelley Johnson, and now we yes. love her as Alice Which is Cooper. East End. I love yes. her in that. Oh my god, I didn't know she was in oh, that. Yeah. She's really great in that. And um, she... Good to know. I, her character grew on me a lot. She grew. She changed. She grows, and it's hard because yes. she is so awful in the beginning to Betty. She and is. you're, like, mm-hmm. totally seeing it from Betty's side, and you're like, Jesus, this is horrible. How could any mom be like this? And then you start to empathize with her more, and Betty doesn't. Because yeah. Betty's not going through the same arc that you are. Exactly. And so then when she opens up to Betty, and Betty's like, fucking don't want to deal with your shit, mom. It's like, oh. Yeah. But yeah. no, she's growing. 
I think, too, there's, like, a certain element of dramatic irony that goes in with it, because we just know some things that Betty doesn't. Yeah. Because we're privy to more... Like, the scene where um, Alice gets in a huge fight with Hal, and yeah. we learn a lot about their relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, Betty doesn't see that, and so we... We learn more about Alice that makes it easier to see her side of things. Yeah. Not to excuse it, but to understand where it's coming from and give it a different lens. Mm -hmm. But Betty doesn't get that lens. Yeah. By the time she revealed her son, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, so and Hal, yeah. can we yes. just say that Hal looks like he was drawn by a comic book artist? Because <laughs> that poor actor, that's so unfortunate. I Every time I see him, that's I'm like, fair. yeah, he could have just walked right off the pages of an Archie comic. Yeah. yeah Something about his face. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, he's got a very like, <laughs> old-style Superman mm -hmm. kind of head, just like a bit of a big rectangle. Yeah. What are you guys hoping for in season two? I feel silly because I think aren't they on like season five? <laughs> they totally yeah, are. Yeah. Honestly. Um, <laughs> I, I was we'll thinking get there also in a character. Six or seven years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking another character that I'd like to see more of is Smithers. We didn't yeah. get enough Smithers, and if they keep doing him <laughs> like they did the Archie comic Smithers, I would love it. And you also, see like him, they like, did him throwing in this season. Archie out the door. I'd like to see him be like Michael Caine in Batman, and he's like, right, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> I just, I'm just that scene yeah. where he's like. Hermione says something about being an old crone, and he's like, "You're not an old crone, ma'am," and she's like. Of course not. I was joking. And we're like, what is this scene? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why did you exchange in this way? <laughs> oh, if I'm not mistaken, speaking of, um, Al uh, was it Alfred from Batman? I'm yeah. pretty sure that in the Archie meets Batman 66, you find out that Alfred and Smithers know each other. Ah, of course they do. They were oh, like yeah. army buddies or something. Of course they do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'd so like many to connections, see, guys. I'd like to see the Cooper brother. That yes, would be cool. A yeah. chick. Maybe maybe he's a secret agent. Yes. He was raised by the government, like <gasps> Jason Bourne or are we whatever. Gonna see, are we going to see Polly's baby? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got it, right? It's going to be, be a redhead, wild. right? It's going to be their event. Yeah. Like, red hair is not dominant, town... people. Blonde is uh, way more dominant than red. I'm sorry. Obviously, have you children. seen this show? Yeah, it's like more redhead town is a redhead. All right. It's clearly in Riverdale. Red hair is the dominant gene. It's in the water. <laughs> it's in the syrup. The water and the syrup. Yeah. It's all because you know it's it's this. You tap the trees in autumn, and all the leaves are red. Uh huh. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Sure. The you don't tap the trees from the in red, autumn, though. Red no, leaf no. trees. <laughs> That's not when you That's tap true. In Riverdale, <laughs> is it is. I don't know. That's right. We watched in that whole episode where they went out into the woods in the winter in all their red, like, riding gear. No, I'm remembering that now, yeah. I am it was extremely that. aesthetic. Here's another um, timely trivia about maple syrup. I just heard on mm. the radio. Apparently, the climate change is affecting the um, syrup production. And in a bad so, way? In a bad way. So, so no, no. we know the blossoms are putting their fortunes against climate change now. <laughs> the trees Oof. that produce um, the best sap for maple syrup, those maples are not doing as well with climate change. Red maples are doing better, but the sap is not as sweet, so it would take way more trees. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. 
Well, I think we could probably bring it to a close here with one final question. Could it have been edgier? <laughs> I think it could have. Yeah. I would like to see some Archie comic characters uh, smoke some weed. I want to see more like guns. Like, I know we more got a guns, few guns, yes. but... Maybe they can all just start carrying big knives, too. <laughs> Maybe each of them could have a gun. And they could, They've like, each juggle got two with guns. guns. Exactly. And three knives apiece. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mom, I think what that's could it. make it edgier, Mom? Leather I mean, there jackets? Could be, there could be, yeah, clearly for Betty that makes it edgy. <laughs> I'm thinking more incest, maybe? Yeah. That, yeah, that'd well, be pretty damn edgy. Well, you incest. We've more got, wigs. Um, Do you think it's edgy or just extra? The wigs or the it's incest? The, the, no, the show. Like, is oh. it edgy? <laughs> I do like that question, though, Megan. <laughs> the wigs of the incest. That'd be a good t-shirt. <laughs> I'll write that down. For your merch. Yeah. For your You'll merch just see store. that tomorrow and completely have forgotten about this and be yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. I think it's edgy and extra. I think it's both, honestly. I love the fashion of it. Oh, Very God, the fashion. fashion. The aesthetic is on I, okay. point. Actually, really, how about this for the last thing? Because I did write this down, and I would love to get your uh, both of your takes on this. Best dressed? Oh. Worst dressed? Ooh. Obviously, Archie. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I don't remember a thing <laughs> well, he wore I'll ever. go first, then, actually. Um, so for me, Archie is worst dressed. Because that fucking letter jacket, man. Oh, yeah. He's always with that letter jacket. He needs to wear it everywhere, and he only wears very tight gray t-shirts, so you can see all his lines. When he goes lines. to the biker bar, and he's like, gotta get my leather jacket. Yeah, exactly. So Archie is worst dressed. Okay. I'm best dressed. It's gotta be Cheryl. Like, it's gotta be Cheryl. It's hard, because Veronica's good, and I love the way they frame the Betty-Veronica, like, differences in yes. clothing, where Betty's very always got dichotomy. the, like... Slightly preppy, like, nice girl next door, like, button-ups and, like, collared shirts mm -hmm. and sweaters. Very high collars, yeah. Cardigan. And Veronica's always got these, like, little black dresses she wears to school all the time. <laughs> and extremely... They would not get past any high school's dress code, <laughs> yeah. for one thing. But they often do the dark and light with those two, and then they'll show them, like, standing, mm. and it's like, oh, yeah... One's, like, in shadow, and the other's, like, Poor lit Betty from behind. Oh, my God, I know. So oh tight. God. She took it down, like, what, three times? Yeah, I like, the dance and stuff. Rock, rock. Worst dressed, Megan? Uh. Yeah. Worst dressed, best dressed. Worst dressed. That's a hard one, because I don't pay attention to the clothes of people I don't like, you know? I, so, for me, I, worst dressed uh, might be a... I don't know, like Jughead. I thought you comes said up, it was. A, I mean, all of the guys. I feel like they didn't really do a lot there. They were it's like, true. "Here's some guy clothes," you know. What about like, Clifford well, Blossom, Megan? He was I, on I, point. I'm sorry, Clifford Blossom. All of the Blossoms were on point at all times. He had a whole wig room. So you've got Except a big thing Jason. Of, for cravats, Jason is worse Megan? dressed. <laughs> he was always uh, yeah. just in a fantasy and wearing that same white outfit he wore to the river. Or his Letterman jacket, which is always bad. Or his bad. Letterman jacket. So, yeah. Jason yeah, is worst fair. dressed. You gotta give it up, too, to the Pussycats. The Pussycats. Oh, my God. the Pussycats fucking killed it. Every time you saw the Pussycats, they had something awesome on. Yeah. I true. wish we had gotten the more melody. Year. 
All oh three my God. of those Seriously, actresses really? are so beautiful, and the music yeah. is so good. Oh my it's God, just, their voices. It's very good. I, gotta I say, hope that's really them singing. <laughs> Jughead was the worst, because that damn painting. <laughs> the whole season. I know, it's that, very... He took it off sometimes, though, for <laughs> six, twice. significant I think twice. moments. I, I think... Also with Jughead, what really killed me was he always did, it, it was a very Bobby Briggs move, but on Jughead it didn't work, of having a leather jacket yeah, with a plaid flannel. shirt tied yeah. around your waist. Yeah. Yes. He was yeah. good Bobby for Briggs Bobby. can pull it off, but Jughead can't. I mean, it's like not 1992, so no one really pulls it off anymore. Yeah. Also, it's that's not true. grunge anymore. No. Yes. That's, uh, yeah, that's part of it. So was your best dress Cheryl, or did you have a... Cheryl was... I mean, I see what you're saying with Veronica and Cheryl, but I got to give it up for Cheryl. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. she's like Cher and Clueless. She's got like yeah. a whole wardrobe and probably exactly. a program where she can put outfits together. You know? I just love the number, yeah. the number of times that the show would cut to like, women or a woman walking towards the camera and then do that thing where it's like slow-mo for a few seconds and then keep walking. <laughs> yeah. They did it with like yeah. the pussycats when Veronica joined the pussycats for a minute. That like look back and forth like, And they were me? like, oh shit, so hot. <laughs> and then they did it with Cheryl a bunch of times and it was like, oh my god. Is, Betty was she also the wig when on. They do- like the Zack Snyder kind of like slow down then speed up for a second too. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, what? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Even You're when she's so like blown away. asking her mom if she can skip school, she's like, dressed. Yeah. So, like draped in a wonderful her nightgown like, is like, gown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's gotta yeah. be there. There's always my favorite, a look. My, one of my favorite episodes of Mad Men began with, um, like just, scenes like a what do you call it a montage of the women getting dressed and you saw how awful it was and how much work and I would love to see that for this show but even Betty even though hers is simpler it's like on point she's never wrinkled She's it's got meticulous. All the way up, she's got perfect yes. collars that are embroidered or bejeweled or something. Yeah. My collars are never like that. Always <laughs> like wrinkly and. My collars are a t-shirt. Like, yeah. you know? So basically, best dressed all women, worst all men. Shocking. Even Fred, yeah. who looks nice because he's a handsome guy and he can wear a pair of jeans and a jacket, he's not putting any Fred's thought got- into his clothes. Well, the only no. one who is is Clifford, who's floppy rich man, you know, like that's... I mean, where's the stereotypical Kevin? Why isn't Kevin doing... Well, Thank right? you. Is he not seeing for your eye? Is that well, not okay, part of Kevin's universe? got, like, the quiet, like, style where it's just, like, a lot of sweaters with collared shirts underneath and, like, good pants, but it's like, like that's not, it. Yeah, they're not even that remarkable, though. No, it's nothing, like, that you're like, ooh, but you'd never say, like, he's poorly dressed. He's just no, dressed. You know? He's not. He's <laughs> like, not grunging it like um, Archie and Ben. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He he looks nice, but you're never like, wow. Oh my god, exactly. you guys! I just realized that's high school. <laughs> that's totally high school. Yay! Except for me being that kid who would wear bow ties to high school and stuff. It even carries through to the adults in the show too, though. Honestly. Yeah. 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 It's Fun. True. Interesting. Well, it's been, well, it's been fun listening to you guys. Thank yeah, you for coming along with us. You. 
This has been a blast. I enjoyed my maple blossom. So here's a question for you before we sign off for this interview. Mm -hmm. Mom, yes. what do you think we should watch next? Ooh. Yes. It's a big question. Yes. A question on everyone's mind. And if you like, we can give you a few of the things we've been kicking around. Yeah, yeah. tell me what you've been kicking around. Katie Keene, uh, new yeah. show, still relevant. We wouldn't be 25 Any... years behind. That's yes. a good point. That's fair. Sabrina, extremely good. Yeah. Well, new what Sabrina. Is... Oh, yeah. Chilling oh, new Adventures Sabrina. of Sabrina. But then there's also the Sabrina the Teenage Witch sitcom from mm -hmm. the 90s. With Melissa Joan Hart? Yes, it? and that weird cat puppet. Yeah. Yes, the Salem cat. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, there's also Archie's Weird Mysteries. Oh, we do um, The show. We would, yeah. Um, and then there's, we could do um, uh, Archie in Jugman. Yeah. Uh, which is a f feature length Archie animated movie about, like, basically Encino Man and Jughead. And of course, there's the Archie live action movie that was weird to Riverdale from the eighties. I mean, that might be a good yeah. summer one to do because you could knock that off. Mm -hmm. Um, that one or I know Katie Keene is like super fresh. But mm -hmm. You have you have way more pressure to get it done. You know the thing with Katie Keene though, I think it takes place in the Riverdale universe, but like four years later than the current Riverdale, so we probably would oh, get really? spoilers. So okay. I have to say, and I'm biased because I've seen it and I would like to rewatch it. I would love for you to do Shelly and Adventures of Sabrina because And I would be I coming would to that. that having seen some of it too. So yeah, I've seen I like, at least I the first seen, couple seasons. What's her I've name? Seen the, the first actress episode. I like her a lot. And She's very good. Uh, she was in Mad Men, right? Yes. Yeah, Sally Draper. Yeah. But also there's Killer. some fun adults in it, too, and they're not so horrible as the Riverdale um, even yeah. though yeah. they're in a weird universe. I've only seen the very first episode of that show, so I would be coming oh. to it completely oh. fresh. That might All be right. That was so we've also got like three years ago. So One vote I, for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And if you're putting right. it off till fall or later, Ooh. it might tie nicely. Synchronized <laughs> little... Halloween. Oh wait, here, I completely forgot the thing I prepared for the beginning of this episode, um, because we got through the first season. <laughs> yeah! Thanks for go. celebrating with us, Mom! <laughs> yeah! Couldn't yeah. have done it without you! Thanks! Thanks for having me! I know, Stop I did doing finger, finger guns, guns no one could see This is an audio them. medium! All right. Well, thank you very much, Mom, for being on here. An absolute blast, as we always. We love you. Mm-hmm. As always, our number one fan, our top downloader, and honestly, a big inspiration in this show starting up. Now, next we have another very special guest here to join us in the studio today. It is none other than the fantastic, the bombastic podcaster, when you might know him from such things as Hello from the Magic Tavern, Hey, Riddle Riddle, uh, Sibling Speculaire, or even if you're in the area, the Chicago I.O. Theater where he does World News Tonight. It's Adorify, everybody. So, our next guest here, when we asked you, you had, did you have any experience with the show Riverdale? 
So for our for Hey Riddle Riddle, which is the, yeah. the sort of uh, riddle puzzle podcast I do for our Patreon, mm-hmm. we do a thing called Review Crew where we watch something that involves some sort of mystery. Um, and we had reviewed gotcha. the very okay. first episode, so um, we had talked about that, and I had watched that uh, maybe twice or like a time and a half, and and then I stopped watching. But I it had piqued sure. my interest, so I was curious to revisit it, but I had no reason to until y'all came knocking. So I was happy to to uh, binge it. Awesome! We're so glad you did. So, do you have familiarity with Archie, the comics at all? You know, I. Don't really. I remember maybe when I was like between the ages of 12 and 15, I was super into comics. And I remember going to like antiquing with my mom and there was a box of comics for like $5. It was like a hundred (laughs) comics. And I got Mm -hmm. so many like Richie Rich and all these weird like 60s beach surf monsters or something. And there was one or two Archie. There's one or two Archie comics. But I Mm -hmm. so I flipped through them. I never actually read them, but I, I, I was familiar enough with like Jughead's Crown Okay, and sure. Betty and Veronica being the sort of like what's the uh, Gilligan's Island? Oh like gosh, that, you're asking the wrong person. That that <laughs> sort of Gilligan's like, Island, unfortunately. Yeah, there's the two women with different colored hair. They're so different, though. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> one so likes was, Archie. One likes Archie. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like past, like very, very, um, very, very little knowledge, but just sort of okay, a passing sure. knowledge of it. Yeah. Very I feel like nice. Archie comics are one of those things people are just kind of aware of. Honestly, right? Without, like, having read them ever. They're just in the like, grocery store checkout lines. I mean, right. Yeah, There's, yeah. like, the different faces of Archie for the different generations, right? So, like, for mm-hmm. us, it's those double digests in the, like, yeah, Meyer checkout line. Yeah. And then, it's- you know, for... Maybe our dad and our mom, there's, like, the full single issues and, like, the bag and board kind of thing mm-hmm. i think it was definitely like i was i was obsessed with superheroes i loved nightcrawler i loved all these yeah. you know, cool cool weird worlds and even something like richie rich when i got those i read them because the premise is like yeah. this kid's a billionaire and he <laughs> you know oh, totally he, no he, yeah. like he writes to school on a golden dog <laughs> but i feel like but i feel like archie you know when i flip through archie as like a 13 year old or whatever my brain was scanning like T one thousand style of like what sure. is the what's the hook what's the what's get the wacky how is adventure? It, how is this different from my world sure. and it was like oh there's like a jock eating a hamburger and then there's a <laughs> there's a guy with a Letterman jacket and a crown and I'm just like I don't I, yeah. this is not this is not interesting this is not exciting this is not different from the world I live in so so I kind of shrugged it off yeah. It's a lot of like, look, all the girls like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> it's also like, I've been learning a lot about manga lately because in my comic book store, I've been recently appointed the head of the manga department. And so it's like very much what is called a seinen, which is just a story for young men. And that's what Archie <laughs> Comics is. Like, it's an American seinen where it's just like, here's this doofy ass guy who isn't really good at anything, but for some reason, he's still Mm -hmm. the object of every woman's desire. Well, you have Seinen's, and then you have Super Seinen's, and that's like Vegeta (laughs) and Goku. And then Kakaro, maybe Piccolo (laughs) is a character for sure. Just to backtrack slightly, Ezra, you said you you referenced Meyer, which I haven't seen or heard of Meyer stores since I lived in Columbus, <laughs> really? Ohio. Where, where are you two located at? I'm in Chicago. We're in Michigan. Southern Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 
there's yeah, that's we like our main make the trek to Chicago a lot. So yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, my partner actually, for one of her tattoos, she specifically went to Chicago to see an artist because oh, she thank knew God. she wanted to work. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she specifically went to Meyer. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Yeah, there's just this guy you know, who had a Meyer van. Parlor? They really yeah. have everything. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere they else. They have a bank. They have a tattoo parlors. They have a great clips or whatever that haircut place is called. <laughs> okay. All right. We've uh, riffed on grocery store chains. Well enough, I think. I don't know. That's a deep well of content. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But Adel, did you have a favorite character coming out of season one? Oh, boy. Um, favorite character. You know... Or a least favorite. Yeah, let's do, the, let's do both. <laughs> yeah, You know, I did like... Here's, here's to me the most enjoyable thing about it is... I, I mean, I watched 13 episodes in the span of like 24 hours, so oh, my, my brain was, my brain <laughs> was a little man. fried. Sure. But I will, I will say the thing that's, that I enjoyed the absolute most was how eerily similar Jughead and Skeet Ulrich look. The, the kid who plays, <laughs> was it Cole Sprouse? Cole yeah, Sprouse yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Skeet Ulrich genuinely look related. So every time they shared the screen or they would cut between the two of them, I was just like, this is really good casting. So I very much enjoyed, I guess, the casting Honestly, yeah. for the show. Yeah. But I don't know if there's any character where I was like, I can't wait to eat up more of this storyline. So That's fair. Yeah. I mean, they're all like absolute caricatures, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the beauty of it. And it's a CW show, so I don't expect much out of, like, character growth. Yeah, there's um, not a lot of depth to it. I mean, I do enjoy... Was Supernatural CW, right? That was CW. I really, really enjoy Supernatural. And, like, I, I I root for the characters, and I feel like they have a lot They have a lot of growth. And, I, you know, okay. I'm excited to see Dean do something. So, I feel like CW is capable yeah. of that. But sure. I just feel like with Riverdale, it's more... I don't know if they're looking for just broad appeal or what, it, or if they're staying true to the comics, which I don't really know again. But yeah, I wasn't. I I, I was compelled to watch each episode. We sure. talked about it briefly beforehand, but mm-hmm. each the ending of each episode is is breadcrumbed enough to where you're like, I gotta see what's going on, which is so reminiscent yeah. of like Twin Peaks, which they obviously yeah. steal. They steal the soul. They suck the soul out of Twin Peaks and yeah. put it into their show. They really did. And then they also like even with the credits, the music at the credit at the very end. They're clearly aping Friday Night Lights, where they're just like, "This is kind of like explosions in the sky." This song, sure, okay, so, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're very much trying to be like, "What are the most successful teen dramas of the last forty well, years?" And I mean, you see yeah. it too, not in just like the way the show is built and the way the sound, you know, it's edited and all the sound is engineered, but you also just mm. see it in the way it's written because it just gives so many cultural references. It's just. Mm. chock full of them like from episode to episode it's very much just trying to push every good button on the viewer oh yeah it is since you brought it up ezra i was i did balk at the idea of i can't remember what the reference is but there's something luke perry archie's dad says to archie that's like very common knowledge like i can't even recall but let's say it's like he says like janet jackson and he's like who but then there's (laughs) But then there's another episode where I think Kevin is the is the friend, right? Yeah, yes. friend. Yeah, yeah. Where, mm-hmm. where Kevin and and um, and Veronica are dropping like a ton of Truman Capote references, and I'm just like, oh, I yeah. know. what? And a lot, like a lot of like Stephen King and Joe Hill references, and I'm like, <laughs> what is the depth of reference point in this town where these kids know this? It's clearly like 45 year old men 
writing yeah. writing for 16-year-olds and being like, they know. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who the intended demographic of the show was. Right. Like, like, is it people who grew up on Archie? Is it people who, I don't know, like CW shows? I think this show, the audience for this show, is what Archie viewers want to think they are. Like, that they're, like, these very, like, well-read literature types. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the last episode alone, there's a Macbeth reference, there's a, <laughs> what is it, an Alison Bechtel reference, and there's oh, a yeah. Charles Dickens reference in the last episode. Like, they, they just push them all in as much as they can. References. They really do. I am curious if the comics are, like, this dark i don't think they are but i remember flipping through them like the impression i had was it's like they eat burgers and like maybe someone throws a football or maybe someone (laughs) gets attention so that was my impression and then watching the first episode it's like there's been a murder and there's incest and archie dates five women in three episodes that is a normal thing for archie okay okay he's the teacher part maybe not yeah his main shenanigan he gets up to is like, I've got a date with Betty and Veronica on the same night. And then he tries to keep both. And they've done that so We've many times. At, in the past about having a scoreboard for how many times he <laughs> yeah. pretends to be two, two places at once. But everything else is pretty, pretty much a departure from the yeah. traditional Archie comics. There is like a bunch of new, dark, modern the Archie comics. Archie horror. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the afterlife with Archie. There's Vampironica Fantastic. now, and uh, Jughead, Jughead the, the Hunger. Hunger. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's some cool. Archie vs. Predator is my favorite. Archie vs. Wow. Predator is amazing because it's that's like, a real thing. It's a real thing. Yes, it's, it's a real thing. It's an Archie vs. Predator Archie, too. Um, animation style, like art style. So it yeah. looks like the digest you pick up at Meyer, and then you open it, and it's like the Predator ripping spines out of students. <laughs> and, there's uh, a panel yeah. where. The Predator literally explodes Pop Tate's head with his shoulder (laughs) cannon. And I didn't Uh, know I needed that out of Archie Comics until I got it. I am 100% going to buy this. Because I typically... I got back into comics due to, like, um, Saga and Why Why the Last Man. And a lot of, like, graphic novels, or at least serialized comics that that, um, gained a lot of traction, I guess. They flourished as graphic novels. Yeah, Yeah. but I I haven't gone to, like, I haven't picked up like single issue stuff in a while but i remember the last time i went to the comic book store there was batman versus elmer fudd <laughs> and i'm i yeah. was like what is happening in the comics world there's a luther lex porky pig crossover that's great yeah i was just fascinated by that <laughs> yeah i was shocked because afterlife with archie was the first of those ezra is that right um, yes that's correct and it goes real dark it's like Uh, hot dog basically zombie apocalypse in riverdale and there's all these secret storylines that come up yeah it starts like pet cemetery like hot dog gets killed like hit by a car so jughead gets sabrina to bring him back to life but then that brings every dead thing in riverdale back to life or something it's like this can't be sanctioned archie right like is the same company making this archie used to do the weird christian (sighs) comics back in the day so that's outstanding and you mentioned hot dog. Is that I have to assume that's Archie's dog. So it's actually Jughead's dog, who is Jughead's a dog. big part of the comics, and not he's he makes a cameo in the show at the, the end there when only. the the gang shows up at I guess Jughead's dad's trailer. Yeah. And you give him a jacket, and they're like, "Hot dog, no." 
We were all yeah, very excited oh, about that. Barks once. I miss that. In the comic, does he does the dog talk or anything? Or he does that thing where he has thought bubbles that are words. That it's, it's like, like Garfield, yeah, the actually, gang yeah. can't hear him, but there's oh, a fun. series where he's like goes to space and has superpowers. What is it called? Jughead's pal, hot dog. Yeah, that's great. the The comic series has existed for seventy five years, so they've done basically everything at this point. Yeah. If you can think of it, Archie Comics has probably done it. <laughs> yeah. In the comics, is the gang called the Southside Snakes? There isn't really a gang in the comics. Not really. Um, often there's, like, toughs that are just, like, brought in as, like, a villain for them to rebel against. But mm. they're not really, like... There's no South Side of Riverdale, as far as we know, in the comic universe of Archie. It's a pretty wholesome town. Gotcha. It just seemed like such a lazy where it's like, if you approach me in eighth grade and you're like, what's a gang called? I'd be like, uh, the Uptown Tarantulas. Like, it just, it just seems so, it seems so lazy where I'm like, no gang is going by that. Side Wallabies. (laughs) Side Wallabies. (laughs) Right. That's a gang I would join. No, that sounds like a very wholesome gang, honestly. Yeah. Megan, I saw a cat walk behind you. Who's this cat? I have three. Um, so Charlie will probably jump up here and try to eat my microphone at some point. And then, um, Cooper Mm -hmm. is walking around back there. And then we have a giant cow cat named Leo who has no tail. And he's polydactyl, so he has extra toes on every foot. Mm -hmm. Um, Cooper, I assume, is named after Betty Cooper. It's actually named after Dale Cooper. Oh, very nice. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is a good segue because this show heavily yeah leans on twin peaks like oh my gosh, yeah. rips off a lot of twin peaks just like the the way betty cooper's house looks in episode one and the way like laura palmer's right. house looks i like put them side by side i was like these are the same they're trying to make yeah. it the same yeah and even the the idea because i feel like twin peaks and it could have been i mean i don't have a ton of like television knowledge but i feel like twin peaks was the first show to feature characters who were almost like purposely weird or like the acting style was weird and i feel like with the oh boy i forgot their name already the blossoms i guess Mm -hmm. the blossoms are all like really really stiff and they're basically characters where it's like if aliens came down and wore skin suits and they're like here is how acting (laughs) works but i feel like twin peaks sort of popularized that and it feels like they're leaning on that honestly yeah I mean, it even goes so far as they've got Nietzsche Amek in the show, like, playing yeah. a character. And it's just like, I don't know, it's that very, like, weird, moody, atmospheric, kind of offbeat shit. Like, where one scene will be, you know, someone finding out that their dad is a murderer, and then the next scene is, like, them skidding out into the hallway end of <laughs> summer break, or, like, beginning of yeah. summer break style and running down. Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> all over the place and its themes and, I don't know, overtones. Yeah, it is interesting. You you bring up that the actress from Twin Peaks plays the, um, Betty's mom. Yeah. yeah. And then, Alice Cooper. And then, Luke, <laughs> and then Luke Perry plays Archie's dad. And it mm-hmm. very much seems like this is a, a union of Beverly Hills 90210 and Twin Peaks. Yeah. So I think, I think by those casting choices, they are, to, to harken back to what Megan was asking or, or talking about, I do right. think they are appealing to like the parents who grew up with those shows where it's like when you were oh, young, yeah. you watched 90210 and Twin Peaks and now you can watch this with your kids because it has the same <laughs> actor. You know, I think they right. were trying to cast a pretty wide net. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing we talked about with our mother, who was the other guest on this episode. Um, 
And she really, she actually brought up kind of the same point. It's just, yeah, like, this is kind of nostalgia for everyone who's watching it. Because, like we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, everyone has a passing familiarity with Archie Comics, and some even more than passing. Um, and then you've also got people who know the actors within it who are coming for it, and then people who are just coming for the fact that it's like kind of a steamy romance drama kind of teen angst thing. I do think the setting up teens as hot love characters is a weird vibe, and that always makes me feel a little weird about shows. The way I sort of compartmentalize it is... I'm like, this show is trying to make me see this character as a as a sex symbol. But then mm-hmm. I'm also, my brain is like, but also, this person's probably 28. So, yeah. So I, I That's think... That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I don't oogle or like lust after any character, but I sort of can be like, uh, I think that person's like 32 yeah. playing a high schooler. I know. We were watching it and we're like, high school students don't look like this, right? <laughs> Who yeah, dresses as no. well? There's one guy in high school that looks like Archie for some reason, but then the rest of the guys just all look like, I don't know, a bean pole for some yeah. reason. <laughs> There's a lot more like Marilyn Manson shirts and stuff going around. <laughs> yeah, everyone's so well dressed, right? Yeah. Like, there was yeah. no like weird schlubby kid you see in the background and you're just like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm, that was me in high school. I can't relate to any of these characters after all. Mm-hmm. Just a level of like, I don't know, well put together, fancy, like the little black dresses Veronica wears all the time to Constantly. school. I'm okay. Let's not even talk about Cheryl Blossom but, then, because yeah. come on. <laughs> Plunging necklines in the spider brooch every day. Like, it's iconic, though. <laughs> it is iconic, as she called it. I yeah. mean, I can I can relate to a lot of this actually because you know in high school I was absolutely fucking ripped and <laughs> um and I was like six eight big mm-hmm. big old muscles and I had like a really cool fifty seven Chevy like really you know really yeah. nice car and I never had and to do class or homework so you modified the horn yeah. so that it did like and everyone just thought you were the coolest guy yeah, yeah. a lot of kids mm-hmm. in my school pursuing singer songwriter careers you know. Yeah. You were the high uh, amateur professional wrestler in the school, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole storyline <laughs> of Archie having to decide between football and music that they just oh, dropped. Real, <laughs> They're like, oh, no, he can do both. It's fine. It was one episode, right? <laughs> yeah. Far too much invested in that plot. I love the idea of the, the commitment it would take to be captain will interfere with something else, but I'll still play football. And I'm like... <laughs> I, I played high school football, and I'm like, the captains had no extra, you know, <laughs> yeah. they might they might give a, they might be like, come on, guys, get it together for the third quarter. Yeah. But there was right. no extra hours outside of school that or practice that they were, like, burning, you know? And then after that episode, did they ever show them playing football again? Or is it just oh, a thing God, he, that's a good it didn't question. take up any more time after that was resolved? I think after that episode, we're supposed to just believe that it's no longer a problem, so you don't have to see it. <laughs> Um, uh, Ezra, you mentioned mm. moments ago, well, it's probably a few minutes ago, but I wanted to ask, you For said, sure. uh, you said our mom was on the podcast. Are you and Megan siblings? We are. Yes, we are. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Not, not that that's something you would have put in the, in the Twitter DM to me, but <laughs> right. Who's older? I am older. Megan. I'm the big sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just the two of us too. Mm-hmm. And you two are in different uh, locations or you're in the same city? We're in, like neighboring cities, but yeah, gotcha, gotcha. pretty much about the same. thirty minutes away. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, cool pandemic stuff. We've been doing the remote recording <laughs> yeah. for God. Yeah, it feels like only together. a few weeks, but yeah, now it's like 
three months or something. Yeah. It is interesting in Riverdale. I feel like almost everyone's an only child. Well, that's not true. I guess Betty has an older sister, but we barely see her until like the last couple episodes. Yeah. Siblings it- do not come into play often, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, because Polly is really the only major sibling. Archie canonically doesn't have any. Jughead has what? Jelly Bean, but she's only mentioned. Oh, that's right. Passing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cheryl's got Jason, but obviously he's dead. I yeah. didn't realize Jughead was his actual name. I thought that was a nickname, but I, it sounds like that's his actual it name. It is a nickname. I think it's oh. Forsyth Percival. Is that right? Yeah. Forsyth the Percival third. Jones, the fourth, I thought, and his dad's the third. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why he's FP. Gotcha. Because I thought there was a moment where he's like, they're talking oh, yeah. about his dad or something, and he's like, well, he did name me Jughead, and I was like, oh, <laughs> but maybe maybe his dad was the one who gave him the nickname, which is not a great um, nickname. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like Blockhead or something. It never really made sense in general, even in the comic. I mean, but you've also got Moose Mason, whose real name is Marmaduke, which is already oh, yeah, pretty rough. Oh, a lot going on. Well, the names yeah, are all the, very old-fashioned because it started we, in the 40s. Right. Yeah. What was it? 1938 was the first Archie. It's not like you name people Archie anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess to be to be fair, my great grandma's name is Fern and my grandma's Shirley and there's a lot of right. like Janice. You know, yeah, I guess it's, uh, yeah, some a, old-timey a names. You don't, yeah, exactly. You don't hear those much these days. So, Miss, let's go ahead and, and maybe talk about um, the worst name in the history of TV, Please. which has to be Miss Grundy. <laughs> I think Grundy is Grundy is something that just like falls off the tongue. Like uh-huh. there's no there's no finesse to it. There's no cool way to say Grundy. When you say Grundy, you you like shudder a little bit. Yeah, what's her first name is Geraldine, right? Geraldine, exactly. Yeah. See, it's interesting you bring that up because I was actually thinking about this today because I was thinking about the other teachers they have in the school. And so they've, in the comics, they've got Miss Grundy, Miss Hagley, which is very clear, like hag. And then you've got Professor Flute Snoot, who is the chemistry professor. (laughs) Um, And I guess that's kind of like a play on words. I don't know. But like, what is Grundy? All three of those last names sound like Slytherins. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Professor Flute Snoot. Stole the sword of Slither or whatever. I will say when Archie and Grundy are like, they're in school and her like, she has a room in this mm. high school that's uh, bigger than most uh, Chicago apartments. <laughs> oh my and God. Yeah. Seemingly, the, seemingly the only purpose for it is that she sits on a chair and plays cello. <laughs> yeah. Like all for eight hours a day at the school. That's all she does. Well, then she's like, I went to Juilliard. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> But then <laughs> she won't but let then, you like, forget that Archie keeps going in there to have like uh, heated discussions or have like quick little, you know, sneak a smooch and stuff. Yeah. And every time they kiss, it's right in front of the door with like that slit yes. of a window. And I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, 100 mm-hmm. percent. You should not be doing this. But if you're going <laughs> yeah. to like, isn't there an area that that room is huge? Isn't there an area <laughs> that's not in view of anyone walking by? Yeah. <laughs> Just go into that weird little broom closet that Jughead mm-hmm. ends up living in mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. smooch in there, you know? Like, there's, there's places to hide in this school, clearly. That was such a weird storyline, too, because Miss Grundy is an old, like, old lady teacher in the comics. Right. They actually, when Betty's like, I found it. This is Geraldine Grundy. She died recently. 
and she shows a picture. It's clearly Miss Grundy from the comics. Like, they just yeah. got a person that looks like that. That's great. I don't know why they decided to do this whole weird teacher story arc that they then just dropped and never talked about again. Yeah. It was interesting to to watch this with again, like I watched I watched all the episodes within again like twenty four or twenty eight hours. It yeah. was super fascinating to watch it and like see that storyline, and sure. then w- like two hours after I saw that storyline wrap up, I looked on my phone at like the news and Mary Kay Letourneau had died. Oh, who do you know oh. who that is? Mm-mm. I don't. She in the n- early nineties, I believe, maybe it was like mid nineties. She was fired for she was like the first big, big, big case of a female teacher sleeping oh. with her students. Oh. So she was like 28 or 30 or something. And yeah. she slept mm-hmm. with a 13 year old. And then once Oof. the kid graduated, they got married. Oh, God. But Oof. it was it was very interesting to be like, oh, wow, there's this is uh, huh. this is topical. I guess. Yeah, that's some weird, like, unfortunate serendipity. huh? <laughs> yeah, it was just so <laughs> wow. weird, too, that like. His dad never seemed to bring it up after that. And like, it we lasted, loved Fred like, what, as a dad. Four episodes? Yeah. But he like gave him a hug and then they never talked about it again. Presumably they did off camera, but like, everyone needs therapy in this show. Oh, yeah. And also the fact that just the parents were cool with, she'll leave town and we just won't talk about this ever again. And all the parents are like, yeah, cool. No, that's chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get this pedophile can just leave. Let's do that. <laughs> it does seem where it's like, obviously, very horrified to see that as a, as a plot line and see it unfold. Mm-hmm. But then I was also thinking like, if it were like Betty and like a male teacher, I oh, feel like yeah. that, that would have been the rest of the season where it's just like dealing with the aftermath yeah. and like this guy's, you know, it, it would have been like a much like, I, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but it just feels like it would have been a much more severe sort of storyline or issue. Well, I feel like her mom would not have dropped it as easily as Fred yeah, yeah. did. I'm surprised she dropped it anyways. Like, she Who knows was ready what to go Hal to the would do in that situation, too. Like, yeah. Hal would probably just, like, crucify the man outside of town or something. <laughs> I did see, um, I was looking through, like, the cast on IMDb, mm-hmm. and I did, uh, fortunately or unfortunately or, or apathetically, I did come across <laughs> the, the actress who played Miss Grundy, and mm-hmm. it does say on IMDb, it's like, you know, she played Miss Grundy in, like, 22 episodes, and then... I was like, oh, she clearly Wait. comes back for something. Oh. So what? I had, and sorry to spoil that if you guys <laughs> no, didn't know. Okay. It sounds like that storyline comes, comes back to some degree. Have you all watched any season two or Not anything yet. else? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So after this season of Riverdale, we're going to probably take a break from the recap podcast and do some mm-hmm. different things. Cool. Yeah. We're thinking of the movie, was it Riverdale and Back Again? Yeah, the live action Archie from the movie. 80s. From... Is it the oh, 80s right. or 90s? I, I think it's the 90s, like 98 yeah. or something. That sounds like a, like a Bilbo Baggins story. <laughs> yeah. Riverdale oh. and back again? Well, there's an episode <laughs> named awesome. that, right? In the season? Yeah, it's the, something we figured out in the mom segment of this episode. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, we went through the list, or the, yeah, the all the titles, titles of all the episodes. Because they're all references to classic films. <laughs> and gotcha. that one Archie film, I guess. <laughs> to Riverdale and back again is an... Yeah, exactly. It's an Archie film. Yeah, from and, like And now I can't help... The, the way my brain works is now, it's just constantly... Mm-hmm. Uh, the last 30 seconds, it's been going, Riverdale and back again. <laughs> which is uh, like to the tune of Backstreet Boys, yeah. 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 To the tune of, oh my god, we're back again. There's just a lot of Riverdale out there. I think... They're on season five now? Is they're they're starting season five? I have no idea. Oh wow. 
there are They're four seasons that it. exist currently. Mm-hmm. I had two, watching the finale, I had two epiphanies. One, the guy, I for, already forgot his name, Kevin's boyfriend in oh, the Joaquin. Southside Snakes, Joaquin. who's like, yeah. Joaquin, thank yeah. you so much. That, I should not have forgotten that name. That's the most unique name. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I only know one other Joaquin. Um, that guy, it suddenly hit me in the finale. I'm like, he looks exactly like young John Travolta. And then I was like, he I does, like this guy. right? <laughs> <laughs> And then the other epiphany I had, which I don't know if it's been happening the whole time and I just realized it, or I don't know if it's specifically one scene or that finale, mm-hmm. but the guy who plays Archie in in the show, I think is, oh boy, KJ he's either Australian or he's a New Zealander. He's a Kiwi. So I start to notice a little bit of like his, his um, sort of faltering on the accent. And then there's one scene with him and his dad where he has the absolute most pronounced lateral lisp I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, maybe he had oral surgery or maybe I don't know what was going on or, or maybe he did it the whole time. And I just now heard it <laughs> like my ear attuned to it. Right. But it was absolutely fascinating to be like, Oh my God. <laughs> this guy. Just kind of were blocking it out the whole time until now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But I've seen movies like, um, oh, what's a bad Lieutenant port of call is a, is a mm. movie I saw years ago with uh, Nicholas Cage is like a new Orleans detective. And he okay. halfway through the movie, he completely does a 180 on his choices. Whereas <laughs> he's just like, you know what? No, the character actually moves and talks like this. And as an audience <laughs> member, you're like, Oh my God. Like, okay, I'll, I'll go with you on this. And it just yeah. felt like that where I was like, holy shit, this kid is, I think he's just taking a swing for a new choice or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Honestly, just in the last few seconds of the season. Yeah. It's just going to change it up. Mm-hmm. I want to be a brunette now. <laughs> I would never let him do that. <laughs> oh, can can we talk about how weird everyone's hair coloring how is? How many Any... redheads there are in Riverdale? Yeah. <laughs> so many redheads and they're all... It, I think unnatural. Mm-hmm. Like none of them look like natural mm-hmm. redheads. It all looks like a dye job, and it all looks poorly done. Mm-hmm. The worst I thought was Mister Blossom, but then they eventually—I don't know if it was meant to be this or if the producers were like, "We have to address this." But they eventually <laughs> were like, "They eventually were like, hold up, audience, it's wigs, it's wigs. Don't get mad. Don't worry. His hair looks bad on purpose. Got to have a wig room too. That's the best part." When all the the sort of counsel for his maple sugar, um, yeah. uh, oh when they all, when they all come heads. to town, they're all redheads and they all look Dressed so unnatural. <laughs> and then they all talk like freaks where they're like, when they're two <laughs> steps, when they're two steps ahead of Archie and what's her name, they're like, yeah. now that his son is gone, they'll never recover the business. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody talks like this. Yeah. Like steps in front of Cheryl and then, <laughs> you know, the air, such a weird yeah. vibe. They're, like, written, like, bad dialogue from a heist movie, like, just loudly talking about everything the characters need to hear in that moment. (laughs) Just, like, it's so strange. Well, then Archie steps in to defend her, right? You know, just got a white knight in there. Of course. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's got to be a good guy. It's just the population of Riverdale. I'd love to see what percentage is redheads. Right. Like, his mom, I know, she moved to Chicago, so... She's not around anymore, but... Molly Ringwald, yeah. Yeah. Ironic that she lives in Chicago, I just realized. (laughs) The home of John Hughes. But yeah, that's definitely... I think Molly Ringwald as well is another tip of the hat of like, oh, parents, you don't want to watch with your kids? How about the biggest actress of the 80s? (laughs) Exactly. She was in all your favorite movies. Are they problematic now? Don't think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't rewatch them. Watch this show. (laughs) Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, like, they changed some, made some wild changes to the show, too, because I guess if you're not familiar with the comics at all, you wouldn't really know how much they ruined um, Weatherby and <laughs> oh, Dilton, yeah. if I'm being honest. But, like, principal of the high school was, like, this, he basically looks like Dr. Eggman from the Sonic They just universe, swapped him out for a different character, basically. They straight up did, yeah. The show bears no resemblance to the character in the comics. Yeah. He's like a weird, goofy klutz that looks like an egg that somehow gets along with Archie and hates him at the same time. Yeah, they go fishing a lot. That's wild. More than you normally would with your principal, I think. I only went at least once <laughs> with my principal. Deep sea fishing, too. It was a big trip. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of interesting moments with the principal where it's like, he looks in the principal's office and then the principal confronts him and he's like, what are you hiding? And it's like, <laughs> I looked in the principal's office all the time just because I'm nosy. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you? I know. Like, the only time they see Principal Weatherby is when he's confronting them for, like, some heinous problem that they've somehow been involved in. Like, I saw my principal a lot just, like, kind of walking around and he knew me by name. It was all right. And I mean, Dilton, they made, what, like a stand-your-ground truther, um, who, instead of my he soft science boy. This. Wait, which one's Dilton? He was the one who was at the river and saw Archie and Miss Grundy there. Oh, he's like the Eagle Scout or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the comics, he's, he's like this soft science boy who is basically their carte blanche to have as many wacky inventions as they want. Um, but in this, they like rework him as like a MAGA stand your ground kind of guy. And I really don't like what they did to him. It was, it did seem where I was like, why are we meeting this character? What's his purpose? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, this character is clearly like Jason Schwartzman from Rushmore or like any, <laughs> any character from Moonrise Kingdom. So yeah, basically. It, it, it did feel like it was a little tacked on, and I'm like, there has to be more to this character than just firing a gun and being shady, but I guess not. <laughs> well, because in the comics, he does stuff like he invents, like, rain spray, or, like, you can't get wet when you have the spray on you, and, like, these let's crazy world-shattering inventions. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget the port portal to another dimension yeah. that he uses as storage. Yeah. Like, Yeah. That's a real thing in the comics? That's a real thing in the comics. What is it, like a door that he just it's a ties gateway his to... shit to and then puts it through and then he just pulls it back out when he needs it? Which is the yep. most unresponsible way to handle that I've opened the door <laughs> to another dimension. I'm just going to throw garbage in it. You should not treat another dimension as if it's the container store, is what <laughs> yeah. my mom always said. Exactly. That's absolutely yeah. wild. That's wild. I didn't realize also I'd, I'd read or seen something. I never realized, and this is another thing that never was on my radar, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize Sabrina the Teenage Witch is part of that universe. Yes. Yeah. She's an integral part of the uh, Afterlife with Archie series. Mm. She's the witch who tries to bring Hot Dog back and then sets the apocalypse in motion. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the, the first episode of Adventure Time. Yes. Um, <laughs> they just ripped that off. What is... Does she go to Riverdale? Uh, sometimes, sometimes she does. There's okay. a bunch of... Because she canonically lives in Greendale, which is like the next town over. And they actually reference it in this show because they were like, he was on the Greendale side of the river. Gotcha, gotcha. But sometimes she does go to Riverdale and then sometimes she goes to like a magic school with her friend Ida, who is just a giant mm -hmm. eyeball for a head. And, <laughs> and that's... Don't forget the ponytail. <laughs> yeah, and she's got a ponytail on her eyeball. Mm -hmm. See this I like. <laughs> Yeah, 
No, that's the good side of uh, R2 Comics. If I'm being honest, I never realized that Josie and the Pussycats was part of that as well. Because I, I knew it purely as a reference point as like a Rachel Lee Cook movie in like 2001 yeah. or whatever, whenever that, yeah, was, I think that was. Where it. I was like, oh, I guess this this is based on some old property, but I didn't realize that it was it was uh, part of that world. They do go to Riverdale High, usually. Yeah. They're like the rival when band for the Archies, I guess. When they're not or whatever. Yeah. When there's not another rival band to step in, but mm-hmm. yeah. They have weird comic lore, too. Because isn't that one girl a witch, kind of? Alexandra? Mm-hmm. There's their, a like, witch in the Their, like, friend who Josie they don't comics. really like is a witch, and She's like the her female brother's their manager the or something. It's yeah. very convoluted. There's a lot going on, man. Weirdly, she didn't make the Riverdale cut. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing and the most uncomfortable I was watching this was when they do that that hot tub scene with that football player oh, oh yeah where, where i'm like i'm all for like the revenge story but the way like her stepping on his head with the high heel felt so awkward where i'm like she's not really applying pressure and it's like mm-hmm. turning the heat up is like that's kind <laughs> that's of murder works, possibly though. like could be murder. <laughs> right but then but but then uh i forget which one's which but then veronica wasn't yeah. upset about the heat. She was upset about the maple syrup on his head, where I was like, that seems pretty innocuous after everything else you've done. Yeah. Both of them seem way too upset about the maple yeah. syrup. Yeah. Where I'm like, the grand finale, we, you almost murdered a guy and boiled off his skin, <sighs> and then the grand finale is putting a little bit of maple syrup on his face, and then everyone's outraged. Like, it was very uncomfortable. Right. Where I'm like, I'm all for this scene, but just make it <laughs> more, I don't want to, I don't want to say realistic, but just, <laughs> I don't know. Pick, pick a lane in terms of how, how you want to handle right, this. Right, No, that's fair. Like, and that's another thing that they just never picked up on again is that, like, yeah. weird dark Betty when she puts on the wig. Yeah, like, and she calls herself Polly. But it was very much yeah. like, it's either it's either really intense and it's almost murder, or it's mm-hmm. basically, like, the last uh, course in Double Dare. Like, you have to, <laughs> you can't straddle that line. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't put a gun in someone's mouth and then say, like, shave this balloon full of, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, one or the other, my friends. Right. I also love right. the idea that you can turn up a hot tub that quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're just increasing the heat of a, a hot tub full of water. Have There's got to be some, like, <laughs> I don't know, guidelines that make it so, too, that it can't get so hot to kill a human, you would hope, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they always say a watched running back never boils, so <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. Did you all have a favorite character or a favorite uh, sort of storyline or moment? Personally, my favorite characters were some of the just absolutely wild ones, like Cheryl or Alice Cooper. Like, And I still can't just get over the fact that her name is Alice Cooper. Yeah. Like, That's never not going to be funny. Um, but I think those would honestly have to be my probably favorite characters just because of how insane and cheryl's such a classic mean girl in such a fun way oh yeah like at that one point where veronica's like okay mean girl from a 90s movie and it's like but it's perfect she's so <laughs> it's good like at gretchen it. wieners and cruella Deville mixed together yeah. in a wonderful way no i loved her and i don't mm. know it just got so wild and convoluted with all these different storylines it got hard to track after a while, honestly. I mean, I stopped remembering what was important for some of it. We need to start it. a murder board of Riverdale. <laughs> we'll have our own <laughs> murder board. Yeah. And, yeah. 
there's a weird chunk of time for like an episode and a half where clearly one of the writers on staff was like, you know what really gets me off? Hand damage. Anyone who damages their hand. So it's like Archie in football practice like kept hurting his yeah. hand. And yeah. then he punched, maybe I think with his oh, other hand, or maybe the yeah. same hand, he punched the ice until every bone oh would have been broken. Oh, God, I know. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, yes, very good. So clearly someone was fetishizing, like, so much that, blood. That, that, yeah. that was very an weird. intense scene. He's contractually obligated that, yeah, he gets two episodes per season that he can yeah. just make about hand stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, they've got some weird stuff that they dip into, like the fact that, I don't know, what was it, the Southside Serpents are, like, very explicitly about weed, and so I was like, okay, so they're not gonna go any harder than weed in this show, but then in the last episode, they're like, Clifford Blossom dealt heroin, (laughs) and he's just like, whoa, okay, so they are gonna go harder than weed, I wasn't ready for that. I couldn't tell, it seemed like the mom didn't know, right? Maybe? I don't know. It didn't really... Yeah, it wasn't clear. She just seems crazy to me. Yeah, all the, all the parents are absolutely bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Except except for Luke Perry, I think he's yeah. like the mild manner, like here's dad. here's That's a rational move yeah. or motive, mm-hmm. but everyone else is like, ah. I do think my favorite scene is when the Coopers burst into the um, Blossoms' house in the middle of the night to get Polly back, and they're yes. like, "It's incest. You're related to Jason." And Clifford is like, "What is it? Like they're third cousins? It's fine." <laughs> I know, just <laughs> Not so even chill. Bad. With that. And Polly, the camera at some point pans to Polly, and she makes like she makes a face as if she just like ate a sour warhead, and then she's totally fine. Like she's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Like that was weird for a moment, but I'm over it. Yeah. She like goes with the Cooper family, but it, still, she it's never brought up again that she like got pregnant by her cousin. Yeah. They don't really make it much of a plot point, except for that one moment, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious moving forward if they're going to be like, oh, the Blossoms obvious, of course, had insurance, so they're still wealthy, but they just have to get a new residence or something. Mm-hmm. Or if they're going right. to be like, once the house burnt down, like their fortune dissipated and obviously the scandal with their dad caused them to lose whatever. Yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to make them now without means or if they're going to continue to give them that power. They've already set that up with Veronica, because she's always been the super rich girl. I think in the comics, what is it? Her dad is the richest man in the world or something. Yes. Yes. That is correct. um, So she had quite a fall. That's a claim to fame. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Um, right? I live in a town of 15,000, but just P.S., my dad's the richest (laughs) man in the world. I know. And then Reggie was always like the second richest, and he's like, you know, normal person rich. (laughs) Exactly. But Mr. Lodge can, like, buy an island that has a rocket <laughs> silo in it or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. Did you did you all catch, I think it was the last two or three episodes, all of, all of a sudden, and maybe it was uh, consistent, but all of a sudden, um, Veronica was like, you know, I maxed out my American excess. And she started to say a bunch of different brands, but she would change mm-hmm. a few letters. <laughs> did you notice that? I, I noticed that with I the American that. Express. So instead of American Express, she said American yeah. Excess. And then she said something else where it was like, oh boy, I can't remember what it was. Master Bard. He's really good at singing. Yeah. Yeah. They just kept kind of changing it by one note, I, maybe to protect any sort of uh, legal action or I don't know. Probably just so they don't have to pay anyone any royalties or something like that. Yeah. Seems like a weird play, though. If you're going to yeah. like 
have them list all these different credit cards, just come up with some new ones. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, it was kind of a good transition, I will ask, Adel. I don't know yeah. if you're going to go on and watch season two after this, but what is your... And obviously, we're like four seasons behind, but we're not going to talk <laughs> about that. What is your wildest fantasy for season two? Like, what do you want oh, to boy. happen um, um, with these great characters we've talked about? I think I will absolutely give season two... I. I it's it's good bad tv to me like it is it it scratches a certain itch so to Mm -hmm. me i i definitely enjoyed watching it so i'm absolutely going to continue i don't know if i'll continue all the way but i'm gonna give the first few episodes of season two a chance for sure Hell yeah what what i'd like to see is i'd like to see maybe jughead's and i think they're setting this up uh, for that i'd like to see jughead struggle with like his identity in terms of like is he this? Is he following in his dad's footsteps, and he's going to be a criminal, or he's going to make these yeah. poor choices, or is he going to write his, his, himself out of town and into a different success uh, sure. sort of path? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd also love to see Archie and Veronica break up, and then like and and Archie like not date anyone. <laughs> like I'd love, I'd love good. to see just one episode where Archie's not dating anyone <laughs> or, or having any sex, and he just has to like. I don't know, have a personality for a little bit. <laughs> that would be a struggle um, for him. Mm-hmm. If they just take like a two season break where you can just like be like, you know what? I've got to work on myself for a while. Yeah. I'd love to see an episode. I would love to see an episode where it's all the parents. It's a flashback to when all the parents were in high school. So oh. they re- they recast all the parents as like 17 year olds and we see some of their shenanigans that maybe that had consequences. Great. What if they got all the kids of all the parents to play the parents when they're kids? That. So like KJ Appa just doesn't dye his hair because I think he's a natural sure brunette. So that. he could be. Do like, they do that? I, I've seen um, in interviews with Lily Reinhardt, who's Betty Cooper, that she, okay. for part of what, I don't know what season it was in, but she had to play young uh alice cooper and she said she referenced twin peaks a lot for that man interesting um, what's um i always forget the just because i watch it so fast i don't have a lot of a ton of retention mm-hmm. what's the the evil redhead's name the the sort of mean Penelope? girl oh cheryl cheryl yes i would love for if they go in the direction of of the blossoms losing their family fortune which it seems like maybe yes. I would love to see Cheryl like work at like a Meineke or a Jiffy Lube, <laughs> <laughs> just like the most the, a job that's no, the least yeah. befitting of her yeah. her personality or talents. I think would be she, very like, works funny. For a landscaping company in Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, she please. works for um, Fred's Construction Company. There you Holly go. Rocks. She's one of the two men in a truck. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yep. And. And then I'd love to see Joaquin form a side gang called the T-Birds, and mm. then there there emerges the Pink Ladies, and they have a big musical about it. That would be great. And they they love singing already. We've established. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's they true. love to. This show loves to have some singing going on that we watch for forty five to fifty seconds, <laughs> and then we continue to hear the song, but we cut mm-hmm. across town. To someone running down the street in the rain trying to pursue the truth. Mm-hmm. I think that happens at least three times. It's a lot I'm of curious times. if they'll go like the Buffy route and if they do have like a fully musical episode, which would be very fun. That would be I super would, fun. Like, I would be shocked if they didn't, right? Like, it just seems like perfectly <laughs> in the lane for this show for yeah. them to have a musical episode. I mean, Scrubs did a goddamn musical episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And I and last thing, and then I'll shut up. I would love to see more more uh, of Josie and the Pussycats, and they're mm. like have them fleshed out a little bit more. Well, Melody had like a line. I think yeah. the third Pussycat <laughs> the entire a line, season. A line and a look. That's all yeah. she got. Like, exactly. A confused look. <laughs> a confused look and a line. Um, but yeah. I feel like they they flirted with like. Maybe, you know, she, uh, she dates uh, Archie yeah. and then it's like, no, never mind. And then they're like, maybe Josie has like a da- like daddy issues. And then they're like, well, let's drop that. So I'd love to yeah. see them. I'd love to see them do more than just sing songs and have a little bit more of uh, a piece of the action. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I, um, I follow all these people on Twitter because mm-hmm. I got to keep up on the Archie trends. And right. there was a recent Katie Keene show. That was actually just canceled, but Josie was on that. And that show takes place four years after Riverdale in Ooh. New York City, I think. But oh, everyone, cool. like on Twitter, there's so many people that were like, why did you make Katie Keene make a Josie show? Give us Josie and the Pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> no one's heard of Honestly, Katie Keene. Right? <laughs> That's wh- true. So is Katie Keene the actress who plays Josie? No, that is the character. This is another Archie adjacent character. Gotcha. Um, And they made a show about her, and she is a model. And um, that's about all she is in the comics. Lots of boys like her, and she's a model in the big city. She was usually, like, weirdly realistically drawn. Very 80s. Yeah, very 80s. Big shoulders. A lot of big shoulder pads. (laughs) Yeah. It's good stuff. It was an odd choice for a new show, but Mm -hmm. we haven't watched it yet. They started, they were like, you know, we'll do Riverdale. All right, Riverdale, let's pull Sabrina. Sabrina, everyone loves Sabrina. And then they're like, what property will we do next? <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats, which no, we've no, already no. started in the Riverdale. <laughs> Pooh, fuck that. Katie Keene, y'all. She hasn't been around since 1985. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It was a wild choice to make. I'm not surprised it didn't totally pan out for them. But I, I, I think... Best dressed, worst dressed. We want to do that <laughs> oh, briefly, boy. maybe just touch on it if we can. I think best dressed has to be oh, boy, Megan. Uh, I forgot her name again. Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I want that name stick in my head. Uh, I'll just here's how I remember it. I'm going to remember Cherry Blossom. There you go. Um, and then I'll and then I'll turn it into Cheryl Blossom. Um, so I go. think Cheryl Blossom by far. Is the most like fashion? She's a fashionista. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second place, I would give to. I feel like Miss Grundy had some cool, fun <laughs> outfits. She did with those sunglasses. Her the Lolita her, sunglasses. They're the exact mm-hmm. sunglasses that Lolita wears on the cover of that uh, movie, the, mm-hmm. the poster. Um, oh, and then right. the boys walking by, and she's like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I know." Right. She's drinking like a big gulp for some reason. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a yeah. They 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 were very much like you know she just she likes Archie and like the heart wants what it wants. And then at the very end, as she's leaving town, they're like, "She is straight up pedophile." <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's a predator. She likes yeah. It's uh, kind she of a likes wild young twist boys. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that would be my two best dress. I think worst dressed has to be. Ba, 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 ba. Oh boy, who's? I feel like so many people have like their Letterman jacket on all the time, <laughs> yeah. so you can't really tell. Yeah. Worst li- dressed, yeah. maybe maybe the sheriff, Kevin's dad. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you, yeah, a cab man. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, I think personally for best dressed, um, 
I don't know. I think I may have gone differently last time I said this, but I'm going to have to go with Jughead in this kind because he does have like a kind of good Bobby Briggs thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm very mm-hmm. partial to Dana Ashbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, not very um, current, but, though. No, it's not. But <laughs> my heart doesn't have to be current, Megan. That's true. Yeah, the heart wants what it wants. I do. And Bobby Briggs, so it works perfectly. Um, and I think for worst dressed, I'm, I'm gonna have to say Clifford Blossom. I think toupees and cravats are not necessarily always the best combination. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was the only guy character that actually had a look. All the other ones were like, in boy clothes, letter jacket, and pants. Just because you have a look doesn't mean it's a good look. Though. Yeah. Uh, Megan, best best dress, worst dress. I gotta agree with you on Cheryl. She brings it. Um, I feel like Veronica's a very close second, mm-hmm. and I love the Betty Veronica light dark aesthetic that they had going on so much. Nice. Where she's comedy. got like the little black dress, and then Betty's got like the pastel sweaters. We're like, okay, guys, very Puritan collars. Yeah. This mm-hmm. heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to change my answer um, to uh, worst dressed is Polly by far. <laughs> yeah. She has no sense of style. Yeah. Those like nun outfits don't help at all. Whatever they give her. Yeah. Do we do we have any theories on who we think shot Archie's dad? Mm. I feel like Hiram's behind Ooh. it, right? Yeah. But, I mean, not indirectly hire right. someone. Because they say, it's FP, as though? it's fading out, they're like, this was not an accident. So yeah. it's clearly either someone we know or they're connected to someone we know. So mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah. This is the big twist of season two, is that it's Jason. <laughs> <gasps> what? He was never dead. He came back to life from Sabrina doing Just that. completely undo- undoes <laughs> the entire first season. <laughs> I don't think that guy had a single line, right, Jason? I don't think, think he did. So. Yeah. I think he mostly just smiles. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> soft smiles. Or is like, an undead corpse for some reason in some scenes. Yeah. I kind of wish my high school nickname would have been Soft Smiles. <laughs> it's a good name. Soft Smiles. I like that. Good vibes. All right. So, I feel like that kind of wraps us up on this season. Yeah. Any last thoughts we want to share? Um, let's see. Riverdale... Riverdale Cooper, oh, Betty Cooper. Oh, the fucking names of their sports teams, the River Vickisons, and then what was the yep. the swim team? Was the Aquaholics? Oh, that was it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Here's the thing. I can definitely get behind some puns, so I'm all on board. My final thoughts are Riverdale is something you should watch. It is the perfect mm-hmm. show to put on while you're doing something else. And to every yes. once in a while, go wait, what? <laughs> um, so I would highly recommend it. I do. I did see on Netflix that the the next like three or four seasons are all twenty two episodes instead of thirteen. So I'm a little daunted by how long <laughs> yeah. those are. Uh, and I yeah. like I like the sort of UK brevity of the first season, but I'm I'm going to try and stick with it. But if anybody hasn't watched, I I would say it is it is a good television snack. Yes, Agreed. season one is a good time. It's definitely something that's, yeah, exactly, like, good to have on while you're, like, trash playing TV. It's something. Trash TV. It's good trash. Exactly, Delicious yeah. You're, like, trash. making dinner. Yeah. I I liked it for the absolute insanity that just kept me going at every point. Um, 
there were times when I was writing down notes for the uh, episodes where I just didn't have time to write down everything that happened <laughs> yeah. in a three-minute scene. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they pack a lot in there, man. It is really dense. Do. So maybe if they, you know, kind of stretch it out to 22 episodes, they're going to be able to kind of loosen it up a little bit more. Maybe yeah. throw some more fluff in there, hopefully. Some more empty calories for this show. Yes, yes. exactly. For a show that's already empty calories. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Adel, for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for yeah. having me. Would so nice to meet you all. like to plug anything here? Uh, sure, yeah. So, uh, as mentioned, I do a couple podcasts. Hello from the Magic Tavern is sort of uh, an improvised fantasy podcast, sort of like Cheers meets D&D, uh, okay. or, or Always Sunny in Philadelphia meets Narnia, I guess. <laughs> that's a good okay. comparison. <laughs> those are yeah i've been to both of those you don't have to n- know about or enjoy D D to to uh enjoy this podcast i believe so check that out cool. and then also i do another one called hey riddle riddle which is me and two co-hosts uh fellow improvisers and we try and solve lateral thinking problems and riddles and puzzles and along the way it's we do some blast. improvised scenes so yeah. it's uh it's very loose it's very silly and hopefully engaging in terms of you, you're able to hear and try and solve some riddles while you're on your commute or whatever you're doing. Ezra yeah. recently turned me on to Hey Riddle Riddle, and um, yeah. I've been binging it at work, and it's super great for that. I got oh, good, turned good. on to it from like a recommendation on an episode of Mabim Bam, and then I just started, yeah, binging it. And it is mm-hmm. indeed one where I like to play along at home and solve the riddles as I drive to work or whatever. I'm not good at riddles, so I don't solve any of them, but... <laughs> Neither are we. Neither are we. I still enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a great time. Um, thank you again, and we will see you all soon. <sighs> well, that was a hell of an episode, folks. We stopped in and we visited Mom, and on the way through our trip of Riverdale Town, we also stopped in and saw good old Adel, our best friend from over at the podcast Hey Riddle Riddle, Hello from the Magic Tavern, and Sibling Speculaire. Now, if you'll hop on board our little Riverdale tram with us, we're going to scoot on out of town and take a break. But first... It's absolute blast. Please. Let's say some thank yous yes. to our amazing artist who put together our fabulous Talking Red cover art. Yes. And that is Nina, who is at Art Inverted on Instagram. Amazing cover. Incredible artist. Please go check them out. Check them out. Hit them and up for commission. Let's just go ahead and say the Adel Refai is at Adel Refai on Twitter. There you go. And my cat just fell off my desk. <laughs> He got that OG Adorify handle. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Shocked by it. I know. For some reason. And our mom doesn't have a Twitter, so... Yeah. Nope. Thanks to our mom. Yes. Um, and now we'll also plug a little bit for ourselves. Um, you can find us, as always, at our website that has all our episodes and links to pretty much all of our social medias. What's that website again, Megan? That is rhsabclub.com. That's right. And um, I think the only thing that's not on there is our email, which is... Mm-hmm. Club at gmail.com. Perfect. So yeah, please, uh, drop us a line, tell a friend about us, leave a comment on one of our Instagram posts, reply to our tweets, whatever it you choose to do to kind of let us know you're out there, we would love to see. Yeah. 
Um, and also, thank you to everyone who joined us on this journey of this first season of Riverdale. I know we we're kind of late to the game, but hell, we still played a good one, I think. Yeah, we sure did. And um, I just want to thank all of you for joining us to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a, was a wonderful experience for both of us. Totally. And we loved getting to go on this wild ride in this wild town of Riverdale with mm-hmm. all of you. It was an absolute blast. We played such a good game, Coach is giving us orange slices afterwards. Yes! Yes! Fucking love orange slices. Alright, so we're gonna go have our orange slices, but first, we're I'm gonna sign off. I'm having one. <laughs> oh no! Quickly, I'll vamp until you swallow that orange. But yes, this has been our very first episode of Talking Red, and I think it's been such a success that it would be a shame if we didn't have a second. But it won't be the last! Exactly. Um, but as always, I am Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we will see you at the end of the show. Bye! Bye!